this is for posterity. Jim Brooks, why did you pack? Why did you get yourself a plate of crunchy snacks in preparation for this fucking podcast recording? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Jim, are you recording, by the way? You should be recording right now because everybody else is. You're too busy crunching and munching oh to my even God, fucking hit the record goes. button. Yeah, too busy fucking. Too busy rolling around in empty salt too busy bag. chopping wood over there with his fucking teeth. <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, too busy breathing into a fucking paper bag over there, just making well, see, it. Now I've hit record, and so that means I'm done eating carrots for, carrots for two hours. Uh, history's greatest monster, Jim. But we love you so much. Well, well, well. The man who loves <clears throat> some things and hates everything else. Jim Brooks. The top um, of the list of things I hate, being alive. Oh, really? Oh, it's just an endless nightmare. Well, sorry about that, bud. I mean, accurate, but there are nice <sighs> things, too. Yeah. Like, not carrots. <laughs> Qu- like quiet you snacks. Know, like quiet snacks. Yeah, a spoonful of hummus. <laughs> <laughs> a marshmallow. I mean, if I wanted to stay depressed, I would just be depressed. Stale graham crackers which are easy to are make they, are they silent i don't know about that they're pretty silent you ever you, you never mm. ate a graham cracker and then five minutes later you're like one more graham cracker but it's too late <laughs> the whole package is now basically flimsy cardboard mm. no no i have uh i don't know what is wrong with me but i always just <laughs> sort of open up the pack and then just shove all of them down my throat at once. At once. Yeah. You hold them like a giant sandwich and take a big bite. Yeah. I just go. Um, <laughs> and then when I swallow them whole, my, uh, my throat looks like it's got a big box in it while I try and gulp it down. Uh, Looney Tunes. Um, I see. Like a, like a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically Looney Tunes. Specifically Looney Tunes. Sure. Or like Tom and Jerry, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. The classics. Yeah, like whenever I eat a full watermelon hole, my head gets so big. <laughs> and then it, you know. And then the it bigness. sits in your throat. Your throat's yeah. very long, but it has that big lump, that big sideways lump in it. Exactly. And I really got to. <laughs> and then it goes down into my belly. Where and watermelons grow in my belly and the vines grow out my ears. So you're welcome for the nightmares, everybody. Um, <laughs> oh, that sounds God. right, though. That sounds accurate. Um. Yeah. I think science has proven that if you eat watermelon seeds, they grow in your stomach. Yeah, every every kindergartner knows that. Yeah, not all. Oh, that adults reminds me. I do have to check on that avocado pit I put in the closet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you ever want to know what kind of mom my mom is, <laughs> I cannot open a door without being <laughs> living in fear of there being seven avocados in half uh, full <laughs> jars of water. Because what if one knocks off and then it's full of toothpicks? It goes right in my eye. I'm dead. Well, I mean, who who ever buys just one avocado? You have Me. to buy at least you have to buy at least three to make sure that you get one good one. Mom, if I'm gonna yeah. buy an avocado, I'm gonna use it immediately. I know, but sometimes they're just not good. <laughs> oh, have I have I told this story on the podcast before? Jim, about, are you recording? Uh, yes. Okay, great. <laughs> just wanted to make sure. I am recording. Have, have I told the story before about how uh, Panera handles their avocados? Oh, yes. Yes. No, I don't think so. But uh, they, I don't well, and maybe not in the podcast. You've told it to me multiple oh, times per- because that's perhaps what friendship is. Not on the podcast, but it is really fascinating. Uh, and so I will share it with Matthew for the first time. Oh, and with our viewers. <laughs> my brain, my brain is open I'll and ready. See myself out. Yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, mommy so can they, come back in like an hour and a half when we're done with they, this. They handle all their avocados at a central facility, 
What? Where the avocados roll through a machine that bombards the avocado with ultrasound. And by the frequency change of the ultrasound wave passing through the meat and bouncing off the pit back to the receiver, they can tell if it's ripe or not. That's so crazy. You give a fucking avocado an ultrasound to see if it's ready to go? Yeah, and, like, the machine auto-sorts the ones that get the right reading on the ultrasound into the ship-out box, and those go out to the stores and are exactly perfect to serve that day. It's fucking wild. (laughs) So, like, every avocado that you get at a Panera is a good one. Like, they don't get any bad ones into the store. They're all exactly right to go onto sandwiches or whatever. That's so fucking crazy. Through fucking science. Because you know damn well everybody knows avocados are already pregnant. So the fact that people are like, oh, let's put more ultrasound through these motherfuckers. <laughs> They're already what pregnant. The they got the pit. <laughs> you don't need to do two ultrasounds. How did somebody figure that out? Ultrasound is used for a lot more things than just (laughs) (laughs) imaging. No, it's not. (laughs) Fetuses and embryos. No, it's only used for for looking at babies. Okay. It's how bats eat. (laughs) Yeah, and bats are always looking at looking at babies. Yeah, looking at always looking at babies. Everybody knows that about bats. Always looking for babies. They just is that what Morbius was about? (laughs) You go to the zoo and you look at a bat and you look at where that bat is looking. Yeah, it's it always looking, looking at, at babies. It looking at babies, <laughs> and then sometimes they mistake the fruit for babies and they eat the fruit. And Keep that's how you get fruit safe. bats. And that's how you get fruit bats. <laughs> Vampire that... bats are just the bats who got to the babies. Okay. What? <laughs> bat facts. Bat facts. <laughs> Start this the is podcast. Why nobody likes Jared Leto. Why on movie you... sets? Oh. Because he has bat powers. <laughs> Because he's always looking yeah. at babies. So he's he's always looking at babies. Looking at babies. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. Mom. Hi, I'm Matt. This oh god. <laughs> this is a podcast with no, some amount of pet. Who are you? Who are you, stranger? <laughs> they fucking know. Hey, they, stick they to they the know. script. Who are you? <laughs> We're this gonna is, get this right some one time. This is season four, you? episode two. They know who I am. <laughs> who the fuck are you? I'm Matt's friend. <laughs> Thank you. And this is a Riverdale runs through it. It's a podcast with Pep. <laughs> We gotta have some sort of thing that's consistent on this show, okay? <laughs> it's gotta something. be something. Anyway, um, and it's not consistency is not gonna be our collective mental health, so we gotta no. stick with the script. We gotta stick with the with the literal one line that you have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, but so anyway, just, just a real quick aside before we get into shenanigans. Um, okay. If you're following along at home, I tweeted this last week when we set to record the show. Uh. It's the first episode of season four, and the show took this time, the show Riverdale, not our show, took this time to have a memorial for Luke Perry. Uh, mm. It's it's very nice. Uh, it's a really good episode of television. It's Everybody's really feeling a lot of genuinely sad emotion. Yeah. Damn. Um, and especially, the there's a scene in it that really, uh, the scene that made me cry 
the first time watching the episode, they drive through town and have like a, a 4th of July parade slash funeral procession. And that sounds stupid, but the whole town comes out uh, and all of the, the people in the town are the crew of the show. Oh my uh, god! I, you don't need to Google that. It's it's very obvious that <laughs> it's it's the crew of the show that has showed up. So like the writers' room is all there. The all the grips, everybody that isn't actually shooting the scene is are the extras on the sides of the road, and it's it's very touching. Wow. Um, so we we decided that we're not going to make fun of this episode because it was very good. So we're jumping right into four uh, uh, season four episode two. Yeah. Where the shenanigans get right back on track. I, would say I was going to say the two things that are of note for season four, episode one, which is called In Memoriam because it is a memorial for Luke Perry slash Fred Andrews. Right, right. Is that, um, yeah, the teens are all fucking and living wherever they want. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, no parents. Yeah. Um, Jughead entered a, a story into some sort of story contest, and uh, Cheryl has breakfast every day with her brother's corpse. Oh my God! What? Yeah, and and the corpse doesn't smell. I mean, it's no, like three it's, years old at this point. Done four, been dead. three, four yeah. years old. Yeah, it's been I a guess while. I guess it's. Uh, it still looks like a corpse, though. Yeah. Or, or um, like that so, actor. So Made of Cheryl plastic. has a has a Jason Blossom room in her house, um, and she regularly goes and has conversations. Oof. Yeah, that is one weird little element of season four story that they decided to include in an otherwise spotless episode. <laughs> yeah. They just never forget that Cheryl's insane. They don't want you to forget it for a hot, hot minute. So that's, those are the only, my notes about that is just like, Hey, these, these things happened. Yeah. Well then shit. Yeah. So then we'll jump uh, right on in to the oh, continuing absolute madness. So season four, episode two is called, Fast oh, times at Riverdale High. Uh, Fast times. Also, in the the memoriam episode, uh, they got Shannon Doherty to come on the show. Yeah, and that also made me cry. Um, that was really who's, cute. Who's that? Um, for for those of you who are not ancient, uh, Luke, <laughs> like Luke Perry's Luke Perry's first TV show was Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero. He was one of the the three like main main characters. Uh, and Shannon Doherty was one of the other two. So they, they had worked see. together in television 25 years ago. Damn. Yeah. Uh, and Damn I guess time. they had been friends for most of that time since then. Yeah. So uh, that was, so a, that ha- was a nice thing her on... that she got to do, but it was... Yeah. It, it was sad, but... Yeah. I thought it was well. pretty cool of them. We yeah. don't have time to be sad, though. Yeah, let's get on, let's get on with the oh, yucks this... and the goofs. Let's get this on is, with the goose. This goofs. is like Mythbusters. There's always time for sadness. <laughs> no. Failure is always an option. But, like, why, though? So, anyway. Fast Times at Riverdale High, obviously named after Fast Times at Ridgemont High. A right. movie about sophomores, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> a movie about sophomores where they were all, like, 35. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a movie uh, about how um, kind of your teenage years go quick everything yeah. feels very important but it's not really uh and youth and joy are fleeting uh, that is was that uh sean penn yeah is, is judd reinhold in there i can't remember i don't know it's I think, got phoebe think, cates in it that's what i remember I think judd reinhold in there yeah phoebe cates everyone remembers phoebe cates jennifer jason lee who's that oh okay All right. well. uh I don't, I don't know that she had a lot of notoriety apart from that movie 
Mm. So, like, if you weren't Fast Times at Ridgemont High age, then maybe you never heard of Phoebe Cates. Yeah. Well. Uh, Sign me up for the roster, then. So, anyway, that's that's the scene they're setting here. Good. Uh, it's nighttime. It pops. Jughead's a writer now. Or in case we forgot. Wait. But he's always, but he's always been around. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's, it's well, he took a he took time out to be a gritty noir detective last season, so I just oh, thought yeah. I'd remind you. And a fucking like, yeah, he became a nerd and stopped writing. Yeah, dude, Which, he's a game that's master. Not how that, that's not how that works. Game masters write all the fucking time. And a gritty <laughs> detective, and the de facto sheriff of the town. And yeah. a gum Which also sucked. Oh, is he still the fucking de facto sheriff? Is does no, FP need help? No, a part, of the, a part of the opening of season four, episode one, was like everything's getting back to normal. People are kind of trying to forget about the cult, etc. Right. So, no, the 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 vibe is things are getting back to normal. Um, okay. That the f- memorial episode happens um, around July fourth, by the way. Okay. So, yeah, so sure. this is this is forward in time. The rest of summer has passed. Uh, okay. Labor Day that, weekend. The, the gang of four spent as much time as they could with, with Archie, um, helping him heal. They had dinner at Pops every night, which, of course, they did. It is the only place to eat. Yeah. They wouldn't have gone anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so Unless this a fucking is, Popeye's opened somewhere. Let's, let's put a oh, pin in this. Man. We know effectively when this is happening because it is the last day of summer vacation. Uh-huh. We're going to go right into the first day of school. So let's yes. assume it's, it is Labor right Day after weekend. Labor Day weekend. Okay? Sure. Sure. Uh, you a very you did just say Popeyes. Have I mentioned that I had never had Popeyes until very recently? It's I've so still good. Not had, I've still not had Popeyes. There's, so the fast food situation near my house is that there's a McDonald's on my side of the road and a Popeyes on the other side. Uh, and getting into the Popeyes requires like a two mile detour or like a really weird U turn. Oh, we, yeah, you told us about that when we were visiting. You're like, yeah. I've never so, been there since it's right there. Yeah, to, like, so I've never been the there, but I got like a Grubhub certificate from somebody and I used that to order Popeyes and it is real good. If there's a Popeyes it's near so you, don't, don't do what I did. Don't sleep on it. Don't, don't fuck up. Go to Popeyes. Damn, I gotta- Go to Popeyes. I gotta get on this Popeyes shit now. God damn. So good. Anytime people are like, "Ooh, but Chick Fil A is good." First of all, it's not, and fuck Chick Fil A. Second of yeah, all, fuck Chick. Don't be a racist. Eat Popeyes. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. It's so easy to just not be racist and eat Popeyes. Yeah. Don't be racist um, or homophobic. Yeah. yeah. So you know, enjoy some Popeyes chicken. Okay. Chick-fil-A. So it's the last day of summer vacation, and Archie's doing what Archie does best. Shink. He shoots knives <laughs> out of his hands. Just kidding. He punches <laughs> and he bees a white savior. So here we have Archie. Oh, uh, great. Okay. He's he's punching at Mad Dog and getting Mad Dog to go back to school and get his diploma. What? He's like, come he like, on, Mad Dog. Don't you want to? School literally starts tomorrow. What if you just come with me and we'll figure out the paperwork? Yeah, that's. I don't think that's how that works, Archie. Well, Nothing in this episode is how that works. <laughs> a, a lot of things happen in this episode and none of them are right. Good. Yep. We'll, we'll get to a lot of them. There's one yeah. particular thing that happened in the episode that is no, so not right that it made me really angry. There's oh, a God, there's a I lot of wait. lack of understanding about the amount of paperwork you have to do uh, <laughs> for anything for school. Oh, like, for just anything. All. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Archie, Archie's back at punch camp. Um, do you remember? We skip. We skipped because we just our last episode was a big recap, so I didn't make Matthew tell us what happened but at the end of last season archie was like i'm gonna make punch camp punch campier 
Yes, he made it. A, he made it a halfway home. And then they yeah, it's, even, it's, even this more is not disgust at all. Yeah, no. What? Nope. <laughs> Guys, in in the scene that takes place in Punch Camp, you Guys. don't even see any other Punch Campers. <laughs> no. Nope. The only two people in the boxing <laughs> oh gym my God, are Archie dude. and Mad Dog. <laughs> yep. The writers' room of Riverdale is all single people because they cannot commit to anything. <laughs> <laughs> they have such big commitment issues that they just. They just spew shit onto this show, yeah, and they're like, ah, it doesn't matter. I think that they're what? a lot like uh, your mom, where, so when we record this show, Matt's mom <laughs> oh, watches I, the episode. Oh, I just sketch my notes? <laughs> yeah, and she, oh, she writes all her notes in a, in a, like, uh, an iPhone note app note. And then at the end of when we're done recording, when she hits stop, she immediately deletes all of her notes. Well, no, she, she doesn't delete all of them at once. She deletes them as they go, yeah. as we go. Oh, as so, so oh, it's see, like you, you didn't do that when we no, recorded at my house. She did. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I thought you waited until the end and, and leave the no. whole thing. I had a bunch left at the end, but basically, it's how I keep track of where I am. Oh, my... okay. So you you delete it as we go, and yeah. I think yeah. that's what the writers' room does. I think as yeah. they no, as I'm... they write the scenes and, and put up the post-it <laughs> notes on the board on the wall, they take intense it's... amounts of ketamine and <laughs> the fall same... into a K hole. The, the same uh, production assistant that lights all the candles then burns all the post-it notes exactly. as they film the episode. Either that or I do like uh, Mom's idea where they just use Etch-a-Sketches yeah. and then they leave them in a room with like five monkeys and they just like yeah. shake them all. Yeah. That's also uh, possible. In this scene, Archie also posits that Sure, Mad Dog could get his diploma, but also he could be on the football team. And like, look, I don't really follow sp- sports, but... The team's already made, right? Like before school starts. Yeah, I think there's tryouts oh, yeah. in the by, summer. By September, yeah, the, the team has been set for a while, and they've been practicing. Yeah, like well, because the uh, first football uh, game is like not too soon after it's school like kind starts. Kind of immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, that's like what they've, I they've been doing that work. It was the same with soccer. Like we, the soccer team was like pretty much set by mid-August. Damn. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, but Archie you, posits you get, anyway. Like, a few weeks of practice before school starts and then games right, start. Right, when the marching like, band is also there and everybody is like, yeah. Yeah. Why are we here? Yeah. yeah. One time at band camp. Yeah. Band camp is yeah. like the last four weeks before school starts. So anyway, it's literally the last day of summer vacation and Archie posits to Mad Dog that Mad Dog should come be his bro at school and also join the football team. Things that are very possible and normal. Yeah. It's it's funny too um, because the the only person on the show that seems to recognize that that is not correct is, is Reggie. Reg- and it's not that good. It's not it's that he realizes that brain. it's not correct. It's just that he has to be he angry it about him. it for yeah. plot reasons. And the plot what? reasons Why? we'll we'll talk about. We'll get there. In we'll a couple get there. Of scenes, but um, hey, I just he... want to celebrate. We've got a new bunker in Riverdale. Oh shit! And the a new B bunker in FBI stands for bunker. What? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Federal federal bunker. fuck bunker. <laughs> Fuck bunker of investigation. I mean, there's nobody new... fucks in the FBI bunker in this no. episode, but they will before the show. Wait, is there's over. A, it's actually an FBI bunker. There's a new yeah. bunker in town, baby, and it is where uh, Junkhead and Betty's brother Charles works. Oh uh, fuck! I, oh my god! Oh so wait. for this <laughs> for the scene, so I, ang- wait, I really want to give so angry right now because I just remembered that they did that shit with Charles Smith at the end of the fucking <laughs> season. God damn it, I, man! I, I, I want to take a quick second here to give props to the Riverdale filming crew uh, because in this FBI bunker set, 
all of the lights are on. Um, uh-huh. And the room is so dark that, like, the only thing you can see is <laughs> Betty's face. Uh, and to light the room with, like, the actual lights but still have it be that dark is a fucking achievement in filmmaking. <laughs> because that room is pitch fucking black, but all the lights are on. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's understand. I don't understand why they decided to do this, but the fact that they were able to is really impressive to me. Yeah, that uh, that sounds very eerie. Yeah, it's well, they, so want you to, weird. they want to make sure you know that it's a bunker. Yeah. It's, it's a fresh new bunker for a fresh new season. Fresh, ooh, blow the dust off of the old bunker. Fresh bunker initiative? <laughs> Fresh bunker initiative is good. Uh, this is like a, it's like an old-timey office setup, right, where there's just two flat desks facing each other. Oh, that sucks. Um, going down the row of the bunker, making it look like there could be any number of FBI agents in Riverdale. Um, <laughs> nope. It's, but there's only the one. That just there's Agent just Cooper. the one. Yeah. Agent Smith. Smith. Agent Smith. Yep. And his and his sidekick. What? Mr. I guess, Anderson. I guess Mr. Anderson. Betty's um, interning with the FBI for her senior year. Oh, that's cool. No, nice. it's not. Put that right on it the is, fucking. <clears throat> it is what not is it cool. called? What's that transcript? Put that right on your transcript. <laughs> Yeah. I, was gonna, I was about to say high school synopsis. <laughs> and I was that's like, that's not right. Not <laughs> wrong, though. Yeah, but it's not the you, word. <laughs> you captured the spirit of it. I guess so. I'm uh, really good at making up words, making up terms when I don't That clickety clacketing was me editing my spreadsheet because I forgot so, that he's Agent Smith and not Agent Cooper. In this, what I'll call the Family Bunker Initiative. Family Bunker <laughs> Initiative. <laughs> Family. I promise you, it will be a fuck bunker before this season is over. Um, Betty and who I like to think of as Jughead's brother Charles. Uh, are... That's a better way to think about it. Yeah. Are oh discussing God. the fact that Alice has missed yet another check-in. Because um, she's ascended. Nice. And this she went to heaven. Is upsetting to Betty. Um, but Charles says um, it's fine, and what Betty should just do is go be a normal high school student. And like, smile more. Too, yeah, too late, bro. <laughs> but thanks so much for the input. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, she'd be Love so much prettier it. if she smiled. Yeah, um, that's what I needed from you right now. <laughs> in another underground establishment, the Speakeasy. God, as above, so below, huh? Yeah. God damn it. Veronica. Well, and as below, so also below. Also what? below. <laughs> What's his name? Sourberry. Oh, uh, fucking Sourloaf. Or- <laughs> Sugarloaf? Did I call him Sugarloaf? Sugarloaf, Sugarloaf Sourberry. Sourberry. Uh, uh, he's a, a lawyer <laughs> slash whatever. Yeah. Oh, are, my God. Uh, taking a meeting uh, about the upcoming, I guess, I I guess the Veronica's parents are suing each other. Um, yeah, that while, makes sense. While being in jail for committing different while crimes. While both being incarcerated I, for different crimes. I, it makes no sense. Nothing yeah. about this episode. Um, yeah. And the big question is, which parent will she testify for? To which Veronica oh, replies, wow. oh, no, thank you. I actually need to go buy school supplies. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure they're suing each other. I think they're both just defendants in cases that the state is. is yeah, running. it's very possible. Yada, oh, yada, yada, speaking of the jargon. state, um, real, real what? quick, 
What? In the in the funeral episode, there's a close up shot of the front of Fred's truck, where you can see uh-huh. the license plate. Uh, and most license plates say the name of the state that the the license plate was issued in. These do not. <laughs> uh, on the on the top of the license of plate, it says not. Riverdale, and on uh-huh. the bottom it says the Sugar Maple State. <laughs> I love so, it. No, I love that. this because now you know how we have New York, New York. They Perhaps do usually have, have the the state slogan on them. They they sometimes have that. I can see that. No, no, I, I love this. No. They live in Riverdale, Riverdale. Yeah, it's Riverdale, <laughs> Riverdale. The state between Vermont and Canada. Yeah. <laughs> the next town over Greenville. It's that's Greenville, Riverdale. That's yeah, Greendale, Riverdale. <laughs> There's uh there's Glendale Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's there's just no New Hampshire in in uh, Riverdale, USA. Nope. There's, there's just there's Riverdale, just Vermont and, and Riverdale. Yep, yeah. it's Riverdale, Riverdale. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> Welcome to Riverdale, Riverdale, the state with pep and the town that has it too. <laughs> we got so many fucking maple trees up here. And yeah, what, I, I'm into this. Is Centerville also a town in the state of Riverdale? No, yeah. Centerville's in Florida. <laughs> That's Citrusville. Citrusville, Citrusville Florida. Yeah. Oh, Citrusville, then Florida. I, I Centerville, guess Centerville, Centerville, Riverdale. Centerville, Riverdale. And yeah. What What's the name of uh, Sabrina's town? Um, I forget. Magicville. Yeah. Magicland. Yeah. Which town? Monster Monster Fuckville, Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck town. <laughs> Fuck town, yeah. Riverdale. There's, oh, it's I don't know. probably something, Salem. There's a Salem. Was it's probably Salem. It's probably actually Salem, Riverdale. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Veronica says no comment. Yeah. Yeah. Veronica okay. says, I just won't. <laughs> and then she goes shopping. Yeah. I'd rather uh, not. <laughs> up next, Cheryl. It's time for Cheryl to do a little corpse talking. Um, oh, fun. Yeah. She good. takes two outfits in and asks her twin brother what she should wear to the first day of school. Uh, and what's oh. great about this is it would be creepy if he were alive. So... <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, this, this the fact that she is talking alive. to a corpse really <laughs> not helping it, out. It doesn't yeah. make it that much creepier. This scene is actually it's actually kind of a little bit chiller because he's dead. Does it, <laughs> does the camera like switch back and forth like they're having no, a conversation? It's, they don't no, it's, just, to, it's just a wide shot. They don't really want you to be able to tell that he's, he's made of rubber. Always like a little right. bit fuzzy or not really in in the in frame. There. Or like yeah. it's shot the, over his shoulder, so he's just like. For the shot is that there's like a veil that they're shooting through. Yeah. Okay. So like he's he's kind of like fuzzy behind this like white veil. Yeah, he's all moldy because he's so dead and old. <laughs> he's got powdery mildew. He's got powdery mildew. She like, I, him too much. I assume they just built like a a, a semi convincing rubber mock up of they, this yeah, guy, they, and it's not the no, actor sitting there. They they did a like close up shot of his face at the end of the last episode and he's made he's clearly made of rubber yeah um but that so that's so, another part of the reason that we're not getting real clean shots of this corpse <laughs> yeah, you can't, which is you can't have fine. a guy on the show just to I play just, a corpse i don't under well i, don't, I mean they do like, it with law and orders but you can't you can't sustain that for a whole season with yeah. Riverdale. wow all right okay it's, sure. it's time for some horny teenage fucking hey oh uh, there's my riverdale that's what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah yeah. Finally. Finally, the, the Riverdale we all know and love is back. Yeah. The gang's at Veronica's. It's the last night of their high school summer vacation. They I talk mean, about... As as a teen, uh, some horny teenage fucking can help you get over the grief of losing a parent. 
That is uh, true. <laughs> I will. I will tell you that. Jim speaks from experience. <laughs> uh, I mean, it doesn't fix it, but it helps. They it helps softens the edges. They yeah. set the tone yeah. of um, preemptive nostalgia that the show's really going for with this. Like, oh, it's our last. It's our last year as high school students, and so they really get into you know. In nine months, they'll be done with high school. They may never have another day like this. Blah blah blah. Oh no. Um, Somebody in Siri nine months. Just, I bumped. Yeah, I bumped my watch, and Siri started to talk to me. Oh, okay. That's what that was. Oh, uh, I didn't. I didn't hear that. I just heard you remind us that they did tell us in the show that it was going to be nine months from this yep. night of fucking yep. to the end of school. Uh, then yeah. Jughead and Betty start <laughs> to make out. That was a cold shot. <laughs> and Damn, already Veronica and Archie watch them for a little bit. How a girl get pregnant? <laughs> before going to another room to fuck. And so I guess well, Jughead wait. and Betty fuck up around the couch. Formed? I How wet? G what what the Jim, fuck? You are bringing a lot of chaos energy you today. You are really Yeah, what the this fuck? This was is, the time uh, to pour this glass of water. I don't know about that. There're like three things that were going on at once They're there. so wet right now. But I just don't understand why they don't have like a fuck like at this point just like just like do it in the same room. If Jim, the I can big hear enough. you swallowing. Jim, you are you are intentionally. <laughs> I know. Listen, I you are intentionally strong gulping, this... capital G, gulping I... that water. I swear this podcast microphone could tell you what my blood sugar is right now. <laughs> but just based on the vibe, I'm gonna say hi. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's maybe. <laughs> It, Jim, you you do realize that the microphone can be like a little bit. It doesn't have to be in your mouth, right? You can like step away. You can turn your head. I mean, it's you can over do there. so many things, so that we don't have to hear you gulp down liquids. Listen, I I don't know what I'm doing here. Or blink too hard, or fucking. Do I sound like a professional to you? No. But I guess I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to get out of you here. I just, I just, I just thought that you knew oh, how sound to worked. Riverdale runs through it. Season four, everybody. Yeah, we're, really, we're getting punchy. Knowing what the fuck to do. It it took us four four fucking seasons to get Ooh. punchy. We're doing it. But here we are. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, this episode uh, is dense. We should get to we yeah. Get to stepping. Anyway, the teens all. Fuck. The next scene is it's morning. <laughs> Great. They, nobody set an alarm because they were too busy fucking and they're going to be late for their first day of senior year. In case uh, you've forgotten in the past 10 minutes that it's their senior year. It's their senior yeah. year. The the break from them fucking to the break uh, to the start of them going to sleep without setting any alarms is just the next scene. It's not even the end of the prologue. Yeah. Yet. There's still no. like five more scenes in the prologue. God damn it, man. That's yeah. wild. <laughs> Um, so they, Shit. they all make it to school. They're walking down the hallways as proud seniors, but they're late. And, uh, a gentleman in a suit stops them to tell them so. Oh, uh, how dare. <laughs> he says, you're Open late. Oh my God. But it's not Waldo Weatherby because he fucking ascended. That's correct. Yes, you are correct. And they oh say, my God. Sure. We're late. So sorry. And you are, um, Matthew, do you want to, I'll give you three guesses about, <laughs> The new principal's name. The new principal's name. Well, it's got to be alliterative. It Correct. It is. So. Uh, they guesses. do not tell us his first name in the episode, but it is alliterative. 
Oh, uh, my blood sugar is very high. Um, See, I tested it, and you didn't even hear it. That's how I'm going to say there's already there's already a J. There's already a J. There's already a there, well, a Betty Cooper, Archie Andrews, Jughead Jones. Um, I'm going to say it's Clarence Cloud Pants. Okay, that's a guess one. I'm going to just going to remind you close. that <laughs> the former principal's last name was Weatherby. Well, Weatherby. So is it? Oh, is it like? Uh, it's like fucking Zach. <laughs> Zany man. Uh, okay, got, that's two. You, that, you that's colder. That's or, colder. One more. Or one more. Brandon Bottle Boy. Uh, that was closer. Uh, his I don't know his first name yet. Uh, but this is Principal Honey. Uh, what? His first name is Holden. Holden Honey. Stop. He's he's Holden. Oh, that's curse knowledge. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? I recognized the actor, but I couldn't think of his name. Um, oh, he so you was in, him up. He was in like a bunch of teen like horror movies and such, and I could not think of his name. It's Kerr Smith. Uh, and when I saw his like Wikipedia entry, it said that he was known for playing Holden Honey on Holden the CW's Riverdale. Honey. Good God. Um. So I need to, he's gonna, I gotta I take him in a for, There's like there's I need to like pause for just a minute to go get some insulin because my blood sugar was very high. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> should I actually pause recording or no, should just, I just let just, it ride? No, no, we'll just, we'll just let it ride. We'll just chill. Matt and Matt's mom proceed to discuss redacted government documents that we cannot release. Now back to the show. Anyway, PSA, Tim Hol don't get too close to Tim Holden. <laughs> he will unhinge his jaw and swallow you whole for your power. Um, oh, I didn't. And don't I look directly. Something. Don't look directly into Tim Holden's eyes, or you will turn to stone. <laughs> Wait, who's Tim Holden? He's a, uh, he's he's a, a Democratic a representative. Former Democratic representative from the 117th district of Pennsylvania. Yeah, oh. and he looks. He, he looks like Willy Wonka's <laughs> bad cousin. <laughs> like he wants to make candy, but all he makes is poison. He looks like a monster from Twin Peaks. Yeah, he looks like he would have his own special episode on the X Files. It's yeah. just bad. Uh, that X Files oh, revival was bad, except for the episode with the New Zealand Reece Darby? guy. Yeah, Reese Darby. That yeah. fucking his episode man. was amazing. His episode was great. He was trying That's to sell phones. Because Reese Darby rules. Yeah. Oh, Reese Darby. God, we need more Reese Darby. And okay, should we finish talking general. about this Riverdale scene? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, great. Uh, so his name. <laughs> His name is Holden Honey, I guess. Holden uh, Honey. And he's always he's always holding a little jar of honey. He's just like always. Um, that's that's appreciative I mean, to say, Matthew. That uh, would be better. Oh Jesus! Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Wait, does he so, have honey? I mean, he's got it. We'll get there. Uh, or or he stings people with his butt. Either <laughs> yeah. or. He walks around the halls backwards. <laughs> Yeah. He does a waggle dance to let the other teachers know where the good flowers are. Where the good, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Veronica that little, says that was a little science. That's how how bees communicate by dancing. <laughs> uh, that's true. Veronica says yes. They they are late and they are very sorry. Um, and then Holden also, honey. Also, bees can absolutely. Royalty. That is that is definitely true. Um, yeah. Shits all over Waldo Weatherby. He says that oh, he's fuck. going to have order and discipline, unlike whatever the fuck Waldo was doing in this <laughs> school. 
That's now a little bit get racist. out of here. Nice. <laughs> Laying down the fucking law, I mean, Mr. It Honey. It would be if Waldo Weatherby had ever done anything but join a cult. That is a good point. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seems so like I don't think it is racist because I think Waldo did fuck all like most adults with authority in this town. Yeah. That's, that's um, accurate. That's fine. So now it's it's time for football. Yay. Sports. Coach Coachson is back and they're in the locker room. And Reg is the big guy on the team. His Yay. weird rapist Reg. son isn't back, though. Nah, fuck that Which guy. Which is good. Fuck that guy. Fuck he that deserved guy. to be soup. <laughs> that motherfucker needs to be soup. I don't wish soup upon my enemies unless they're as bad as Chuck Coachman. Wait, I have a t-shirt that just says soup. Well, is, is and soup that, bad? It's a th- no, it's soup a is good. It's a threat because they tried to boil that motherfucker yeah. and they should have finished the job. They should have, they should have oh, right. They tried him. to turn him into human soup. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That motherfucker should have been chowder. Okay. Should have been <laughs> some motherfucking Chuck coaching gumbo Chuck, up in there. Chuck chowder. Chuck chowder. That's his new fucking name. We're not going to, we're not going to say coaching anymore. We're going to say Chuck chowder. Chuck chowder. All right. Well, well, coach Chuck chowder is back. Chuck chowder. <laughs> And he is saying unto Reg, Reg, you're my special boy. (laughs) Oh, I hope not. Oh, boy. The best, most special boy that we have. Uh oh. But here comes Archie with the new special boy. Not in a Jim Jordan kind of way. Oh, this is why he's mad. Okay. Yeah. Here comes Archie with the new special boy um, to see if this this bigger, faster, specialer boy can be on the big guy's team. (laughs) And, (laughs) And Coach says. I I mean, generally speaking, no. But for you, yes. I mean, I mean, hubba hubba, you know. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, That's Reg special and, boy. <laughs> and Mad Dog, whose name we haven't heard in the show yet, have we? No, in this scene, we uh, we hear it in this scene. But yeah. I, the the two of them are of such radically different sizes, body shapes, and mass. It's that wild. Yeah, there is not a reasonable football team that would have them both option like. Opt for the be same in role. the same position. Yeah. Wait, does Reg right? like, be a quarterback? Is that like what's the... one of yes. those guys runs and catches I balls, see. and the other one rams into dudes? Like because, that's their yeah. size difference. Oh, for sure. When, <laughs> they shouldn't yeah. be doing the same job on a on a football field. <laughs> yeah. Because as a fucking freshman, Archie was the coach of the varsity, the the captain of the varsity football team. Oh yeah, as he you'll was like... remember. He was like head boy of the fucking Yeah, he yeah, was the team. biggest, most specialist boy. And when he decided that actually he was going to do special music instead, Reg got promoted. Right. And Reg was but like, now yeah. We have Mad Dog, whomst we will now call Monroe, for that is his name and that is what he Monroe. wishes to be called. Yep. His name is Monroe, Monroe. Moore because this uh, show loves oh, alliteration. I thought I was well, going to say Monroe comic. Dog, but yep. Monroe Moore. The, the Monroe that's a good name. Yeah. That's a solid fucking Like every name. comic, basically. Yeah. It's I actually good, love that. It's a good name. Yeah. Um, and the end of this scene is Reg just being so mad that he's not the most special boy anymore. Ooh, I'm not the oh. best special boy. Ooh, he's ma- Ooh, he's so mad. He gets steam right out of his ears. His face turns red. Yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of extracurriculars, the only thing these students do here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Betty is in the, the blue and gold office. <laughs> and- Seems right. Seems right. <laughs> Here comes Kevin <laughs> to see it's if all Jim. he could maybe be a little reporter with his friend Betty again. 
Um, Wait, sorry. I I blacked out. Sorry. Who came in? <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. Right. Kevin, who has only one kidney, let's remember. Yep. yep. He's got one kidney. And a giant scar from, like, shoulder to hip. Yeah, and will yeah. they remember that he has that scar from shoulder to hip? No. Um, Where they took out his fist-sized kidney. Shirtless. <laughs> That's true. He's usually he's not. Got, he's got a 38-inch yeah. long scar for a 4-inch long organ. Yeah. Well, because none of them are fucking doctors, so they really got to <laughs> dig around in there. They really, that's my theory, and I, I'm sticking with it. They're just like, well, yeah. we'll slice them open wherever and see what we can find. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nurse, could you pick a spot? <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> so Kevin comes in to where Betty is and says that, you know, this is a little awkward, but ever since the farm left to Kevin instead of a note, he's been doing a lot of work <laughs> on himself. <laughs> They left a Kevin instead of a note. <laughs> He's oh. and, and he realizes he doesn't need a cult, but he does need a friend. And Betty's his best friend. And also, Kevin's so very sorry for the way he treated Betty when he was in the cult. Um, uh-huh. And then it's Betty's turn to talk. And she says, like that time you dragged me to, by my ankles to get a lobotomy. Damn. <laughs> Shots fired from the Betty corner. And God damn. Kevin says, yes, particularly he is sorry about the time he tried to uh, ensure that she became a vegetable. Yes. Yes. That in particular, so, he is very sorry ooh, about. Ooh, since that one, oh, since we last recorded, uh, I saw a Twitter thread from John Rogers, who we know and love, who writes all these TV shows that I think are great, uh, about a concept called the idiot bag. Where some character on the show has to hold the idiot bag for the entire show to work, uh, and that's that's a sign of a bad television show. He doesn't say this in the in the thread, but it's a sign of a bad television show. And last season, poor fucking Kev just had to hold the idiot bag he every time he was on, on camera. Tight. He had every on so single tight. time he was on camera, he was just stupidly out of character and acting as a complete idiot. So that the show works. <laughs> and that yeah. sucks. Yep. <laughs> and I yeah, hate that for great. him. And this, this is him trying to claw his way back from that. Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to put down the idiot bag. He accidentally uh, fell into the idiot bag, <laughs> which is which is bigger on the inside, and he's yeah. really just trying to get out. Kevin's middle name the past season and a half has been You Fool of a Took. <laughs> <laughs> God, my mom is so funny, you guys. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, was... <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. God, God love, love those Lord of the Rings references. <laughs> I fucking, you know, <laughs> my it's my like, humor it's like... is modern and uh, culturally uh, in touch with the it's rest like, of. The it's universe. like I want to be mad that you're funnier than me, mom. But it's like <laughs> I no, can't be mad because it's can't. you're so funny. You know, can't, can't be mad about Aww. it. Oh, no All right, yeah. let's wrap up the scene. <laughs> Uh, Kevin says, yes, exactly like that. That time that I took you to get a lobotomy was perhaps my darkest moment. Um, yep. But I, I do hope to be able to repair our relationship, much as how your brain is whole. I would like our friendship to be whole. <laughs> uh, and anyway, could I be a reporter? And Betty says, fill out an application. <laughs> and Damn, son. Look at him. Get him. She said, <laughs> fucking get your affairs in order. Yep. Give me a resume. <laughs> uh. At this point, Jughead is paged to the principal's office by someone with a British accent. That's not. Yeah, that's wild. Honey. I also that's noticed crazy, that, and right? I was like, "What the because fuck?" Because later on, the staff in the office Jones definitely does not does have not... a British yeah, no. accent. 
So it's <laughs> truly Jesus. the first day of school. This one house where I go to pick up a dog. Uh-huh. The, uh, like, you have to dial their apartment number, and then the door buzzes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and when you hit the send button, a British accent says, call in progress. It's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you open the door and the dog goes, bark. That would be amazing. Oh, that would be even more amazing. They, they bark with a British accent. Yeah, that would... Mm. I, you can't mm. really do roof with a... You just have to do bark. Anyway... Jughead uh, gets called to the principal's office. Jughead gets called to the principal's office Englishman. by a mysterious British lady that I don't think actually works at the a school. She just busted in and page starts paging people to the uh, office. Jughead goes uh, to the principal's office. Jughead walks in and just says, am I in trouble again? My dude, it is the first day of school. My How dude, would that even yeah. be possible? Again? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, he uh, just walks in and he's like, are you you trying to take the... What's the I man mean, got he, on me today? <laughs> he did get chewed out say, by Holden Honey for being late. Holden Honey. I'm so, I'm so glad slash mad that you learned his first name. Honey. It's Holy awful. Holy shit. I also learned this character's first name because I couldn't think of this actor's name either. And I love him. There are two men. I don't men know why in... I couldn't think of his name. I'm so sad. <laughs> oh, I'm horrible at names, so it is fine. Uh, there's Principal Honey on Principal Honey's side of the desk. And there's another guy in a suit. Uh, oh, shit. The second guy stands up and says that his name is Mr. Chipping. Did anybody else uh, here have to read the novella Goodbye, Mr. Chips? No. No? So when I was in high school, I'd read this book called Goodbye, Mr. Chips about a teacher named Mr. Chipping who was uh, an institution at a boarding school. So that's exactly where this character's name comes from. For okay. Sure. His first name is not Wood? <laughs> no, it's Rupert. Oh, well, that's not fun. Yeah. So They also guy, don't mention his first name in this episode, but I found it because I had to Google the actor's name. Uh, it's Sam uh, Whitworth, by the way. Uh, he's fantastic. Um, great. He plays uh, uh, Darth Maul in the Wait, Star Wars what? Rebels. Oh, cartoon. Oh. In the like, cartoon, yeah. What? He the voice of, of Darth Maul in, in Star they Wars got, Rebels. He's, they got he's real Darth good. Maul? I, okay. I think they also had him play the Emperor in the cartoon. Cool. Um, he pulled double duty. He played the emperor in the couple of episodes where you see the emperor. Anyway, what, uh, he's what goes good. on with this scene? Right. Um, so that's just a, a little bit of trivia because I don't think there's anything about the book that's related to this character. They were just like, haha, we'll do this sneaky thing. Right. Um, okay. Anyway, yeah. Mr. Chipping was one of the judges for the story contest that Jughead entered. Um, okay. And Jughead's like, yeah, but I didn't win. And that guy's like, well, it's because every other judge was an idiot, actually. And I love your story so much that you can actually come to my school and study with me at Stonewall Prep, which I, for the rest of my notes, just call fancy school. Yeah, yeah. fancy school is good. Yeah, it's a fancy school. Yeah, yeah I called it and, weird prep school. Yeah, and Jughead <laughs> says to this, effectively... I love that we were on the same page. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to fucking remember that. Uh, effectively, what Veronica said when when Sugarloaf Sh- Sh- Sourberry asked her what... Um, parent she was going to testify for, Jughead just says... <laughs> he says, he says, shut up and no. Yeah, no thanks, and leaves. <laughs> Damn. Deuces. <all> right. yeah. <laughs> he fucking bails. Get the fuck out of here. Absolutely fucking not. Sayonara, losers. Uh, now here's Veronica and Archie I just, in the hallway. I want to go on record that uh, Jughead's first instinct was 100% correct. For sure. Yeah. Uh, you don't and... You don't hire Sam Whitworth to be the good guy? Like, that's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, he was a good guy on being human. He was a vampire, like, trying to be a nice dude. Uh, he's been the bad guy on everything else he's ever been on. 
Wow. <laughs> I hope he's a nice guy in person. Uh, he, yeah, he definitely is. Uh, I met him at like a small hotel convention a long time back. Oh, cool. Uh, when he was on Being Human. Uh, oh, he was also in Battlestar Galactica. Uh, he was one of the, the pilots in Battlestar Galactica, like first or second season, I think. I've never watched that. You're right. <laughs> stick, stick to that. Yeah. Great. There we go. Um, so here we have, we're almost to the title card, everybody. Oh, boy. I'm out of breath already. <laughs> it's been 40-ish minutes. Yeah. No, it's been 50-ish minutes. Well, it's been 50-ish, but a, some of that was a break for me to get into That's true. Away. Um, so we've got Veronica and Archie in the hallway. Veronica's saying unto Archie, a, a great, great news. A teacher told her she was a shoe-in for Harvard. In, um, in case what we had forgotten in the season break that Archie is an idiot and has been since the third grade, <laughs> Dumb yeah. idiot. Archie says, oh, I guess I'd better start applying to community colleges in, where is Harvard again? Like, dude, wow. I've never seen Goodwill Hunting. Buddy. I think he, he plays that line like he's joking with Veronica, but we know he's not. He's not. Uh, they get to Jesus the end of the hallway Christ. and they're ambushed by paparazzi asking Veronica about her parents' assorted legal troubles. Um, I mean, and Archie, also Archie's from New Zealand. He doesn't know where Harvard is. Archie does a, a great boyfriend job here in that he immediately pushes Veronica behind him and steps in front of her. Good. And then and then starts, starts manhandling dudes. Yeah. Fuck he's yeah. like, you know what? Yeah, I think you're legally allowed to punch the paparazzi. Um, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't punch anybody. Uh, but Veronica tries to turn around and go to the other end of the hallway. Then here come more paparazzi. Oh I thought God. the school day was over. Based on all of the extracurriculars and things that were happening. Yeah. But apparently yeah, and, not. And based on a bunch of adults being allowed to just walk into the school without being yeah. challenged by anybody. Yeah. Adults apparently with cameras. Not. Yeah. Because Veronica now pulls hey, the Hey, fire guys. Alarm. Uh, hey, here, here's a pro tip. As an adult, don't go to a high school with a camera. Oh, my They're God. They're not going to appreciate that. No. They're not, they're not going to let it slide. <laughs> There's going to be, be a conversation Fun with fact. badges. Fun it's fact. not going to be good for you. Uh, yeah, real life is not like Riverdale. You can't just do things like this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Veronica pulls the fire alarm and they, they get out of this that way. Uh, but she does say Good. that she's not going to have her senior year ruined by this. Oh, she will, though. Seems like it. Yeah, for she sure. definitely will then. Yes. And Riverdale. It's going to be ruined by something. Oh, Fucking yeah. They're, honey, they're going out of their way to make sure nuts. that we all know it's going to get ruined by something. Oh, oh um, hey, yeah. That was the prologue. Yes. I can't tell if this is all one day or if this is the course of a week. I guess it's still the first day of school. Cheryl is dressed like she's being sexy Annie from the musical Annie for Halloween. Oh, okay. okay. Like, a, like a red dress with white ruffles on the collar? Yes. It is exactly an Annie dress. That sucks. <laughs> that but sucks Minnie. and I don't like it. Go on. Riverdale. Yeah, same. Um, and she, of course, has her large wicker basket of pastries. And she, of course, has her sexy girlfriend, Antoinette Topaz. Right. And good. in they come to Holden <laughs> Honey's uh, office. Antoinette. <laughs> well, I that's mean, how uh, that, Cheryl that's introduces her, her. And She's, Nana Rose. And Nana Rose. Yeah. I guess, I guess people have just started calling Tony Antoinette now. She, oh, I only did for this scene because Cheryl sits down and says, like, as a student body president and with Antoinette as acting vice president, I we, see. We want to welcome you, the new principal, to Riverdale High. And um, I love the principal in this scene, actually, because he just looks at the basket of pastries, scooches them to the side, looks nice. those girls dead in the eyes, and is like, actually, I wanted to talk to you. The dance is canceled. <laughs> Boom! 
Boom! He says, shut up and no to Fuck Cheryl, which day. is never a good Cheryl, idea. Right? You never say shut up and no to Cheryl. And uh, Cheryl says, well, so why is the back to school dance canceled? And the principal very correctly replies, well, at the last dance, four students were murdered. <laughs> I was going to say, every time we have a dance here, people get killed. People get so killed. People get so maimed and murdered. Yeah. Guys, yeah, we got to no stop. You have no idea what this is costing the school. Um, so Cheryl says, sure, those students were murdered. It was, cool. We're all very sad and remember that it happened. A hundred percent. So we need this dance to heal. And then... And then <laughs> and she then? tries to guilt him by saying the dance after her brother died was very helpful and cathartic for her. Oh, my God. It's just going to be Cheryl bringing up her brother all the time this season, oh, right? Also in God, 401, like the whole season, Jeez. which happens on the 4th of July, uh, the before all of the bad stuff happens, the, the kids are planning a 4th of July parade, the first one in three years since... Uh, Jason Blossom was murdered on the 4th of July. Uh, and oh, Cheryl is pissed that. off that they're having that parade on yeah. the anniversary of his murder. But now, on the anniversary of these other kids being murdered, she's like, let's do this thing. Let's, let's do, do it, dance, though. though. Or not the anniversary, um, but let's do the thing where people were murdered. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Holden Honey hears about her tragedy and says, actually, shut up and no, he doesn't care. There's not going to be a dance. Boom! Get the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of this office. He says, suck butts and go. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. That's and right. your dance. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. G-T-F-O. Yeah, bitch. Um, Tony gives him the stink eye and, like, takes a little piece of a muffin out of the basket as she leaves. Oh, yeah, that's, great. That, what a fucking stinging reply. <laughs> it, what a goddamn retort. It reminds me of really the bit in, uh... Avatar The Last Airbender, <laughs> where they, like, turn and leave, and Sokka's like, Water Tribe, out! <laughs> yeah, that's, that has it's the like, same It's like that energy. Act, that energy. It's, it's it really, really good. is. <laughs> um, good, good news, I guess Monroe's on the team. It's football time. What? Maybe the yeah, same day? Again, again, no tryouts. He just is on the team. Yeah, that makes sense. They're having a scrimmage. Um, this... I'm pretty sure is after school now. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. They're sense. all they're on the uniform. It's it's scrimmage time. Monroe yeah. Moore, who's probably six two. Yep. Um, just a solid six, brick wall of a human being. Six yep. two, like like two sixty. <laughs> he's yeah. a big dude. <laughs> two sixty, two seventy five. Yeah, Our, he's, a, he's a big big dude. He's a yeah. big big eight, eighteen year old. Our dreamy. Yeah. Purveyor of Captain Morgan's apple rum, Reg. Yep. A a a, a wayfish, young lad. Yes. I mean, uh, he's got he's got muscles, but he doesn't have the body mass. Yeah. Our, a union wafer. A, a union wafer meets a loaf of bread. Basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. The scene. They they are both quarterbacking, so they are okay lined up facing uh, each other. For one of them is a wide receiver, and the other one is the dude that goes against the wide receiver. I don't know oh, okay. what that role is. Right, this Jim, sounds right. I don't you know. Don't need, I don't. They have to line I up and face each other. Who cares? Okay. Yeah, Mon Monroe is being the the wide receiver for some Archie, reason, even though he's gigantic. Archie is on. Oh, yeah. I guess Archie's the quarterback on Monroe's yeah. team, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I sure. 
don't know who is yeah, on they're, Reg's they're, team. They're on, they're on offense. Reg's team is on, on defense. Oh, right. There's different parts. Boy, I am bad at sports. Um, yeah, football's weird. You've, yeah. you've got whole different squads that go on the field when you are in control of the ball versus when you're defending. It's, it's fucking wild. But Reg's dad is there in the parking lot sitting on the hood of his car. I would say he's cheering for Reg, but he's not. He's verbally abusing Reg. Yeah, he's like, uh, fucking he, do he it! He seems a little drunk. That seems right. That seems is part he, for the course for what does, we know Does he about have Reg's a brown dad. paper bag in this in this scene? I, I don't I think, think maybe. so. Um, I'm not 100%. Yeah, he's definitely so. a weird, abusive dad. On this is this line. the second time we've seen Reg's dad in the entirety of... Uh, he was in some time, of the Midnight Club. He was in, yeah, some of the Midnight Club episodes. I, I thought that I thought that he was only... I remember him only being in the one Midnight Club episode where they had to go back when the Gargoyle King, like, tricked them. Oh, they tricked them the in? Yeah, in the, that's probably that's the, the only time we've seen adult... Adult Reg's dad. Is adult Reg's dad, oh, right, because yeah. in the yeah. 80s episode, it was... It was still Reg teen. playing it his was Reg. dad. Yeah. So I'm just saying this is the second time we've seen Reg's dad as an adult. Yeah, but it's known that he's an abusive tool egg. Yes. And that he um, owns a used car dealership. Yes. yes. And he probably really loves his car like Reg really loves his car. Yeah, he, but Reg yeah, he's, loves that car. He, he is standing next to like a sweet red Corvette. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Okay. Um, Archie yells whatever the football codes are. You know, it's like color and number. Yeah, blue 42. Yeah, yeah that, he that says bullshit. that like three times. Sparrow and then 47. It, and then and he then... puts in his mouth guard, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's not how that works. That's definitely the wrong order. <laughs> that that mouth guard is going to be in there that uh, that whole time. Otherwise, <laughs> it is serving no purpose. Yeah, yeah what the fuck? Uh, anyway, it goes exactly how we all know it's going to go, right? Archie does a good pass. Monroe gets it. Reg looks silly. Reg fails to tackle him. Yeah. Um, Monroe just kind of like fucking pushes his chest and Reg he doesn't a even full back Monroe flip. just goes and does what he does and Reg is just like a tiny man following him like don't uh-huh. yeah Reg <laughs> falls down no. trying to stop him and accomplishes yeah. nothing yeah nice Amazing. um and then Reg's dad verbally abuses Reg some more and Archie sees it and doesn't like it but also is a teen and isn't sure what to do about that because I mean the only thing you can do is be like hey stop hey get yeah. the fuck out like it's tough. It's a tough situation. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, in the Vixen's locker room, I guess they've had Vixen's practice and Veronica has showered and she is wrapped in a towel standing in a sink and then there's a camera shutter sound. Uh, wide oh, wide receiver is opposed by the cornerback. Cornerback? That's, that's too close to cornerback. That's not that real. That's made yeah. up. Football, get your shit together. Okay? Cornerback? Absolutely. Yeah, corner, and cornerback. Porter, too similar. I refuse. Yeah. But also, but also, go birds. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, man, Matthew just doxed himself. He lives in Philly. No, I don't. I live go in birds. a cave. I live in a cave with a lot of birds, and they get into a lot of fights. And so Birds I to... don't live in caves? Bats do. Yeah, they do. No, but they're birds without feathers. This is they not very morbid of you. <laughs> uh, what am I supposed to do, Jim? Okay. All right. God damn. Camera uh, <laughs> shutter sound in the locker room. I am right. fairly impressed with he myself that I knew that uh, Mad Dog was the wide receiver, though. That his, I feel good. Hey, about that. his name is Monroe. It's Monroe now. He's You're Monroe. right. You're right. I'm dead naming him. I'm a bad person. Um, for, don't don't do that. When someone tells you their name, believe them and and believe use it. them. Yeah. Yeah. You anyway. know. 
Hey, that also Unless applies they're... to an upcoming scene in just a second. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, it's crazy how soon that's going to come back around. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like eight minutes of, of recording. <laughs> yep. So Veronica goes around the corner and there's a high school student with a with a big old film camera. You know how many high school students have big old film cameras? God, gross. In the only, locker room. Only the dorks. Get a fucking DSLR, guys. Yep. It's like so much easier. Veronica slams up against the locker and is like, hey, vixens, this pervert was taking pictures of us while we changed. Um, Cheryl, naturally, Cheryl is there to verbally eviscerate this this twerp. Yeah, okay. uh, well, it's This it. is definitely after school because like cheerleading practice is over. Yeah. Yeah. Football practice um, is yeah. over. Yeah, we've established. Cheryl asks if this guy is taking pictures for his sad pubescent wank bank. Damn. All right. I mean, yes. I think she says spank, but I prefer wank. Wank bank? I think wank bank sounds a lot better than spank bank. Yeah. Uh, apparently, a reporter told this kid that uh, they would pay $500 for a picture of Veronica. And how was he supposed to say no? And Veronica replies, you just say no. Yeah, you just did it. You idiot. just, like you just did, you just say no. And then she rips the film out of his camera, obviously. Also, nice. a picture of her in a towel should be worth way more than 500 bucks. That kid needs to learn to negotiate. Yeah. Her face wouldn't even have been in that picture, so I'm not sure. Yeah. That that picture, sure. But, like, he's he's been yeah. creeping around. He's definitely how, more. How usable that was. Uh, yeah. in, the, in the next locker room over, uh, Reg is being less than excellent to our boy Monroe. Oh, what? Why? That's so crazy. He's, he's got a whole <laughs> idiot bag. But I, didn't, I No, but there's, Someone... like, no reason for that, though. There well, I is, mean, they, they sort of they back all, into a reason through the course of the episode. They all played a good game of, of pigskin, and <laughs> at the end of the day, they're all on the same team. <laughs> they, yeah, and and, they and again, ran. they're they're playing different positions, right? Reggie is playing but, on the defensive squad, and no, Monroe yeah, is playing on the offensive squad, so they're been, not trying for the same job. Well, no. maybe Reg got demoted. Maybe he was on the. Defensive? Maybe he was the biggest boy. <laughs> the squad? Is that what you said? Uh, he Monroe was on the offense, so. Well, maybe that's where Reg I, was. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think I don't. I'm not going to say that Reg is necessarily holding the idiot bag here. I think honestly, in this episode, Betty is holding the idiot bag. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, oh even, yeah. 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 We haven't even fucking touched. Yeah, we haven't Betty. touched it's, on that yet. But yeah. oh, but fuck. man, is she it's terrible been in this episode. established that Reg's dad is actually very bad. Right. Yeah. Um. And so I think Reg, like this character arc, it's like it's a little tedious, but it's not wrong. Yeah, sure. you're right. He's not acting out of character. He is yeah. responding to situations that we have not yet seen in the episode. Yes. Um, but that so has been happening to him off camera. In the locker room. And so Reg, uh, who has known Monroe outside of school, says, nice play out there, Mad Dog. Um, to which mm. he gets the reply, well, thanks, but it's Monroe, actually. Right. Um, oh, I was referring to a totally different time when someone dead names that person, <laughs> which happens uh, in like three scenes. A lot of fucking. I forgot that Reg does it immediately. Reg does it immediately. Yeah, he's like, he thinks it's Monroe actually, and Reg just basically says, "Oh, sorry, is that just your jail name?" Oh, that sucks. Um, hey, Reg. Okay, back off a little bit. Yeah. But. This but, dude could actually, like, snap you like a twig. Yeah, so. but Monroe knows how he would be profiled, so he just calmly says, well, it was Juvie, and your boy Archie was there with me, you know? So <laughs> nice. Archie understands that he's been tagged into this conversation, but again, 
a dum-dum. He just goes, is there a problem? No shit, Sherlock. Of course there is. <laughs> Do you not see? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And Reg says, uh, no. And then basically asks if they all do butt stuff in the prison showers. Yeah. It's, and the, it's okay. That sucks. It it's sucks very much. Yeah. At which point Monroe's had enough and he kind of shoves Reg. You know, Archie stops it. You're right. He's a teen. Uh, ostensibly, he's a teen. Yeah. The actor is 30, but... You know, whatever. We all know. Uh, he's he's a teen under a lot of like emotional stress. This is not that unreasonable for him to act out in yeah. ways that are that clearly are gross stupid. and bad. But yeah, yeah. Um, but you take you know a lot of times when you're when you're very angry and you don't understand your own feelings, you take the cheap shots, and that's what he's doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially when you're 17 and have no control over your hormones. Yeah. Not at all. Archie stops this fight before it starts. Monroe gets out of there. Archie looks at Reg and is like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because what the fuck? Yeah. And Reg says, hey, I'm supposed to be the big special boy. I'm the I'm the big man. He says. So Archie goes out on a limb and says, look, I saw your dad being a real dick out there, but you still have to be the team captain. So I guess Reg is still the team captain. So I don't even know what his fucking problem is. So yeah, is. what the fuck is his problem then? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Reg doesn't either. He's having, again, he's, he's like a toddler. He's, he's having, having big a feelings. He's, yeah. And he's, he's not understanding why. Yeah, and it's not like Reg Good needs God. a scholarship or anything. Like, Marty's got all that car dealership money. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not good. since Reg stole it and got shot. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Reg did steal the car money and I got mean, it was insured, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, that was the story. The cash in the safe. It was insured. Um, yeah. Back at the new Jones house, it's the old Cooper house, uh, Jughead gets home. <laughs> right. I love that you still specify that. <laughs> well, it's weird. Season. It's so it is, fucking it is, weird. It and I'm weird. never going to let anybody forget it. And Betty still lives there and, and, and fucks the current resident. Yeah. They never redid that room either, FYI. Oh, it's of still not. like weirdly pink and stuff. Um, so... Jughead gets home, and there's FP and fucking Mr. Chips. <laughs> there's uh, FP and Chippendale. Mr. Rupert Chipping. And Chippings. FP says, you know, I heard you got an offer to go to uh, special big boy school. <laughs> special fancy special, big boy special school. Special fancy smart school. Um, <laughs> Jughead kicks rocks and says, yeah, but I don't want to. Yeah, he says, no uh, means no, Chipping. <laughs> And uh, FP just says, you know, if this is about money, he does have some big ones set aside. Oh, shit. <laughs> he's got some big. He's got his fingers in some big ones. He's got his own FP bucks. Oh, uh, shit. I, I called this scene freaky professor. <laughs> nice. Uh, Even though that's not about well, FP. Well, Jim. Well, there Jim. is an FP and a freaky yeah. professor. In no, this that's, I would, that's points. Points I would for also that. Say, Absolutely. I would also say that that school is fairly prestigious. Oh, mm. Mm. yes, <laughs> yes, that is. Fly. Boy, we are rejuvenated here. In yeah, season four. we are. Ooh, that is really good. I can feel it running <laughs> through my veins. You get some insulin in my body, and, and oh, we know that we go. don't have to worry about gargs or cults anymore, and so ah, it's just the freedom. The punches—they're coming left and right. We're <laughs> just oh, anyway. Uh, so FP offers that he's he slid some big ones underneath the bed upstairs. If what Jughead's worried about is money, not that kind of big, big ones, ones, Matthew. Between the 
<laughs> between the mattress just in case. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jesus. The Jughead says it's not just about the money. To let you know, it is a, really a about little the bit money. about the money. Yeah, it's a little bit about the money. And FP looks at his boy and says, are you sure you don't want to go to a fancy-ass smart school? And Jughead says, yeah. Uh, and it is resolved that Jughead will agree to go take a tour. Okay. That, uh, that means uh, yes. Doesn't, <laughs> like, uh, doesn't Mr. Chips say something about how he'll cover the tuition or something? The tuition is... No. He didn't say that? Okay. Nope. For some reason, Mr. I thought Chips, he was giving him a Mr. Chips floats the idea of the tour, <laughs> and FP says, oh, he's taking the tour. Yeah, FP jumps oh, right on board. God, Mr. Yeah. Frito-Lay is just really a bystander. Uh, in this. You know, I I feel like, uh, from a parent perspective, FP is making a good play here. Yeah. Yeah. This is a thing that he definitely feels will be good for Jughead going to this a private This is good for school. Jughead's future. Yeah. like There's no and, reason and, not to give him this leg up. Yeah, and although Jughead doesn't realize that it's going to be good for him, maybe he needs this little push to to see yeah. that it's going to be good for him. It's a it's a good play, uh, good dad moment, good job, FP. FP's FP's doing his best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, boy. Back in the family bunker. Here comes uh, Betty. She's got a bunch of Chinese is, food. This is the uh, start of uh, Betty being the dumbest. Yeah, she's trying to tell me. Jughead's Shit. brother that they didn't have fortune cookies. Uh, well, then they didn't go to a fucking Chinese food place because obviously <laughs> but Charles they have... is not That's there. Fine. Naturally, there are classified documents sitting around for Betty to read. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude! So of course she reads them, and they are transcripts of either text messages or phone calls between Kevin and Fangs that are recent. What? Like Fangs who ascended? Yes. Yeah. Oh shit! They ascended okay. to like the other side of the woods. I mean, we don't know that yet. Yeah, but I'm they just they you. didn't they didn't uh, the leftovers ascend very ascend. Far. They like moved to the next. No, 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 no. They they like did a they did like a magic thing. Open up a. They hovered. A... They hooked up every um, leaf blower in the tri-state area. <laughs> and those <laughs> three blew... states being Riverdale, Vermont, and Massachusetts, <laughs> Connecticut. Because um... there's there's no there's no New Hampshire. It's it's Riverdale. <laughs> And they strapped them all to the bottom of a van, and they ascended. They ascended. They flew the van 500 yep. meters. <laughs> and then it uh, died. Naturally, Charles now shows up and says, Ho-ho, so this is what you do when I'm not around. You see a snoop in my classified ah, documents. You're sniffing around, eh? Betty tries to turn the table on him and say, So when were you going to tell me that you had Kevin under surveillance? And Charles says, Well, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he Fair says, enough. "Shut up and no, you're a yeah. fucking teenager." Yeah, what and this is for the FBI? Actual and investigative work. One of us is a high schooler, so yeah. <laughs> seems like for one of us, it's a yeah. need to know situation. What is your security clearance? Oh, nothing. Okay, oh. then. Oh, little baby kid corner is your fucking clearance <laughs> level. <laughs> oh, my level sit, six. So go sit in a little kid chair in the corner and yeah. color. Go go read some fucking magic treehouse in your corner. <laughs> While I do big boy work for the government. Uh, he then immediately suggests that Betty, quote, develops Kevin as an asset. He doesn't yeah. tell her what that means or give her any guidelines. He just yeah. says that to her and she says, okay. Yeah, what the fuck does that even mean? It, they, don't dis they don't discuss right. it, but Betty's going to do it. They're going to um, 
develop Kevin as an asset and hope that Kevin can get Fangs to say where the cult is. They they do ah, sort okay. of discuss the plan that yeah. they're going to say that they have a person willing to testify against the farm. Yeah. Um ah. and and okay, that they're going to they're going to like let that information slip so that Kevin hears it. Yes. And and this makes a lot of sense. Like Yeah. The the idea if you're going to develop Kevin as an asset is to give him the information in a way that he feels like he discovered it without you giving it to him. Yeah. They do not do that. <laughs> they um, fucking hand it to him. God. <laughs> yeah. But is this which is in like bag? five scenes. Uh. But <laughs> they, they go about this so ineptly <laughs> that it really angers me. Yeah. Um, also, the, the backstory here is that Kevin's been trying to get Fangs to meet up with him and Fangs won't. Um, so they're going to give Kevin information that he can use to lure Fangs out. Right. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That's the detail. I mean, they, I they did get married after all, so they should be able to see. <laughs> God, but, that scene was so weird. Yeah. <sighs> Man, this game, this, that last season with the, season, with the whole farm, season three they really had a lot of childhood games going on. They were doing like Fangs and fucking Kevin got married by doing the fucking like, uh, the hand thing where it's like hand jive patty cake it's patty yeah yeah they were doing patty cake to get married and then they were doing fucking hacky sack later on did the hokey pokey the hokey pokey they did the fucking turn themselves around ring around the rosy they did fucking so many they do if i had been watching this show when it aired and i somehow made it through seasons one and two i would have absolutely quit watching in the beginning of season three there is no nah. chance that i would have finished that season there's no <laughs> sense of ah uh, well i'm already this far in i might as well keep going there's no just, uh, uh, no i would uh, not have had that in season three as soon as it was satanic panic was like the main plot line for the first six or eight episodes i would have been like ah uh, you know i'm good i'm good i'm fine thanks <laughs> I don't don't need this show in my life anymore uh, and, and three episodes later, here we fucking are. Yep. Fooled <laughs> 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 uh, All right. Tricked you. Tony with a candelabra in a hallway at Thistle Hill. And here's Cheryl coming out of a wrought iron gate that very clearly has a corpse on the other side of it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's... Tony doesn't know about the fucking corpse? No. 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 She would That's a, a thing that I was wondering. Um, and this scene clearly answers that tony does not know what's happening because Good. she says to her girlfriend cheryl what were you doing in there and cheryl like a liar says i was praying praying yeah she's yeah. found jesus yep i see yeah that's totally believable uh, for tony to, to tony uh, thinks that's pretty weird but cheryl says she needed guidance about how to deal with the new principal who as you may recall did Commit a cardinal sin of telling Cheryl no. That is, in fact, in the Church of Cheryl, that is a cardinal sin. Yeah. Yeah. High crimes and misdemeanors have occurred. Uh, yeah. And Tom the Pooley. spirits came the to Cheryl. And, and lows of high school football. <laughs> yeah. And said to Cheryl that she should have a back to school party at her house instead of a dance. The people are still going to fucking die, Cheryl. It's just how. Just well, like this house comes preloaded with a corpse, so maybe that death proofs it. Oh, you know what? That might. Yeah, death I don't know. It's it. it's only episode two of the season. Like, there's not going to be anybody dying yet, right? 
Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. There's totally a death. <laughs> Probably. There's totally a death. I can fucking, I can smell it through your microphone. Anyway. Uh, oh, that's, and so, that's not death. Sorry. Oh, Jesus, Jim. <laughs> Every time. I told you not to eat beans before I record, man. Microphone picks up everything. <laughs> the, <laughs> including smells. <laughs> including smells. So the, the next day at school, here comes Cheryl with Tony and assorted vixens handing out a bunch of flyers for a party. The music is this so, oh, sort that of was, 60s. Uh, the spoopy candelabra bit was the end of act one. We are now officially in act two. Okay. We're now doing now it. we're on a pretty good pace. Yeah. We're on a pretty good pace. So uh, we like, always like, like 14, 15 minutes into this away. episode. <laughs> yeah. We always of goof the away, but then we just really get down to brass tacks for the rest of it. Yeah, anyway. I just got to wait for you two to tire yourselves out, and then... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to anyway. let Jim go through one synopsis of a movie and let me just kind of <laughs> say words. I haven't even synopsed any movies this episode yet. <laughs> oh, shit. Synops. Okay, but it's really important to me that I tell you about the music in this scene. Oh, please do. Mm. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. Because it is a custom jingle, kind of like a 60s-inspired jingle, calling out right. the character names that are going to be at the party. Interesting. It's like they- if the Partridge family... Um, was the on-call band, and the song's like, Archie's gonna be there, Betty's gonna be there, Jughead's oh, gonna I, be there. Wow. I just assumed that this was from some previous Archie televised thing, like a cartoon or something that aired 50 years ago. Who, I mean, maybe. Knows, maybe. But it was wild to hear. Um, obviously, this this now pamphlet parade it. runs yeah, into please. the principal. Oh, no. Allowing Cheryl to really be Cheryl. And so oh. she says unto the principal, your name be, may be Honey, but I will always be the Queen Bee. You have no power over me. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, the so the, wow. the song is called uh, Archie's Party by the Archies. No. Uh, what? Released in 1969. It's amazing. Oh. Everybody should listen 60s. to it. Wow. Hey, by the way, um, this just the the little Queen Bee thing jostled something in in the big haystack that is my brain. <laughs> Didn't Jim say something about how he got like? I think Jim said something at some point about seeing a a little snippet of Cheryl holding two fistfuls of beeswax and saying, "I'm the Queen Bee." Does that happen in this episode? No, uh, but I think I think that's like two seasons from now. <laughs> why the fuck is it two seasons from now? Yeah, that's got to be a real thing. <laughs> yeah, I, that was a preview what? for like the newest season. Okay. At well, the point fine. that that he saw it. Okay. Then never mind. Oh, uh, so weird. Anyway. And now it's time for fancy school. Fancy school. Okay. Yeah. So the the song was for the animated TV series The Archie Show. Okay, that nice. makes sense. Yeah. That's uh, cool that they brought it, it back, just, though. Which ran from very 68 smart. to 69. Yeah, to have nice. to have thought of that. Because I was just like, I can't believe they fucking commissioned this song. <laughs> I mean, uh, they, they did for a different Archie product. Like a dum-dum. Yeah, but it yeah. would when be weird around to... The, around the time that the town in this TV show was founded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pops still stood. Isn't that fucking wild? 
God, this show. This show sucks. Hey, gang. Show sucks. Show sucks. <laughs> All right. It's Fancy so school. good at so many things, and none of them make a good TV show. <laughs> yep. Jughead, I guess, was too nervous to go to fancy school by himself, so he has brought Betty with him. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah, they're comes... school hours, so they've just fucked off from Riverdale yeah, High. for one yeah. school to go to another school. Uh, it's only the first day, so it's whatever. There's a guy oh, in a sweater this vest. This has got to be at least be the second day. He trots up to them and says, hey, you Forsyth? Don't call him by his real name, you and, fucker. Yeah, so Jughead's got to say, ugh, yes. Yeah. This cool. tool bag's name is Brett Weston Wallace. Brett Weston Wallace is visually yes. at least 38 years old. And <laughs> he... he's also, if you imagine an annoying, like, prep school kid, you've got him down to the fucking yeah. mile. I was going to okay. say, Accurate. he's the kind of white man that, like, puts his lips away when he's mad at you. You know what I mean? so accurate but you know uh, what i mean by that right yeah, yeah. yes yes he absolutely puts his he lips puts, away when he's he yeah, he puts his away. Lips away. <laughs> <laughs> when he's mad at you wow yeah. so yep. Yep, uh, i'm doing it right little... now that yeah. is absolutely a facial expression <laughs> that this actor has made unironically yeah off camera somebody like, somebody's cut him off in traffic and he's put his lips away at him yeah um <laughs> <laughs> so he says, you know, he is, oh, I'm a white guy with three names. It's me, Brett Weston Wallace, here to roll well, out the red names. carpet for you. Too many names uh, and syllables. Yeah, and Jughead's got a lot going on in his brain. And he says, okay, well, so first of all, call me Jughead. And our our man BWW here says, um, nah. Wow. I prefer Forsyth. Hey, fuck you, dude. Yeah, yeah. this guy sucks. This guy sucks. Uh, this this tool bag goes on to say that Betty is cute, very Sweet Valley High. Uh, then, oh, Sweet Valley Riverdale, which, yes. Like, like accurate. Yeah, but then provides... still not a thing you tell somebody. No, never. A, um, a bunch of pamphlet file style stats about the school, like, oh, our teachers are very smart, and here's how many of them have doctorates, or who the fuck ever gives a shit. Um, but then he tries. Yes, he they tries, have uh, like 146 master's degrees. Like, how many fucking teachers does this school have? Yeah. Then Two. he tries to, to like relate. He's like, "But aha, uh-huh, they're they're just dweebs, unlike Mr. Chipping. Oh no, Mr. Chipping's right behind me, isn't he? Oh, oh God, I hope he didn't hear that compliment. Yeah. It's, it's just real it bad. Made, it made me want to get a vegetable peeler and start peeling my skin off. This whole scene. Yeah. This, it's too accurate. Yeah. The prep school stuff so far in this episode, at least. Isn't the farm bad? But it's it's really walking up to that it's line. It's getting there. Oh, it's sneaking up on it. It's, it's toes that line. Yeah. Yep. Jesus. Uh, Mr. Chipping invites Jughead to sit in at a salon with them about Moby Dick that's happening tomorrow. A salon. What? A salon. He says mm-hmm. salon when he means class. Yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> this sucks. fucking guy. Hey, gang. That yeah, because it's fancy sucks. school. So if the moment so you get that many Sam Whitworth appeared class? on camera, you didn't scope that he was the bad guy of the season, now you know. <laughs> he said salon <laughs> instead of class. He is the yeah. season's bad guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, let's just get that out there. <laughs> yeah. Sure, uh, sure. And Jughead just says, like, oh, call me Ishmael. I fucking love to talk about Moby Dick. Oh, baby. Do uh, I love Dick? No, yeah. wait, hold on. I love Moby Dick. This- Sorry. 
Got it. Fucking oh, hey, uh, your 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 man B Dubs makes that exact joke at Betty's expense. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I was gonna call him a this walking lacrosse stick. Then invites <laughs> yeah. Betty again. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. Yeah. He bets Betty has a lot to say about Moby Dick, and Betty says, "Oh no, no, never actually. No, never." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Betty basically says she's had enough of this place. Uh, yeah, she says deuces. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Fucking yeah. bales. Yeah. She looks at this guy and is like, no, I can smell the date rape on you. We're not. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot my rape whistle at home. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I have to go. Uh, I can smell your boat shoes from yeah. here. It's not. Yeah. So, so Jughead instantly had the right idea. Betty now also gets the right idea within seconds of arriving at the school. Guess what's gonna happen? <laughs> I I don't know if I can guess. Also, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This guy's name is Brett Weston Wallace, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I just gotta real quick, just Brett Easton Ellis. Brett Easton Ellis, and I'm googling this to make sure is the author of like, fucking American Psycho. Some oh. weird pompous guy, I assume. Oh, yes. they did a riff on Brett. Brett oh. Easton Ellis is the author of American Psycho. I can't believe I didn't realize this while I was taking notes about the thing. I was just like, why do I hate this guy's name does, so much? Does he also suck? No, he just, he understands people that suck. Oh, I thought he might also Jesus. suck. Jesus. So they're, they're doing a reference to... Easton Ellis, Weston Wallace. To yeah, they're doing like a, an American Psycho reference, not an actual. Like not an actual clever douche name. Um, no, it, well, or it's like... about the work and not about the author. Is just what I'm trying to say. Right. Okay. Okay. If that makes you. sense. Uh, fuck! I can't believe they did that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, in the same episode with Mister Chipping. Oh, come on! Oh, no. So much um, literature. In this episode. Yeah. Anyway, Betty says she's had enough of this place. Uh, and this absolute JC Penny white button down shirt <laughs> says, uh, I get it. This place is a lot to digest. Speaking of which, let me tell you about the cafeteria. We have oh, vegan, Lord. keto, vegan, raw, keto, vegan. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. That's going to be a thing, Matthew, that you're going to be like, oh, I thought you were joking. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> well, don't. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, now it's spoiled for me. <laughs> so. Part uh, of the fun is me being like, ah, oh, shit. Shit. Um, all right. So enough of me, fancy so school. You're telling me a lacrosse stick with legs got cast in the, in the show Riverdale <laughs> and it's named <laughs> Brett Weston Wallace? A, and there's just a, a big, big old honeybee with a to suit. Brett Easton on. Ellis. Who. What person who can actually read got hired to write for this season? <laughs> at least one. Yep. I'd say at least one. So back back to not fancy school. Back to regular school. Uh, All right. Fine. Yeah. Holden Honey has called Veronica down to the principal's office. And he's like, Jesus, I'm, my, my arms are so tired for holding this big jug of honey. Anyway, come in. <laughs> He's winning he the asks bread. her if she'd like a little smackaroo of honey. <laughs> yeah, Bre- Brett Easton Ellis does suck. He's one of those, oh, are you triggered comedian type oh, people? Yeah, he, that he makes fucking sense. blows. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's he's like on the Ricky Gervais boat. Where well, he can get fucked. Yeah. He, uh, yeah fuck, fuck that guy. 
Anyway, Veronica I think doesn't there was know something why she's about here. that name that like didn't sit right with me for some reason. I mean, that's fair. Anything about American Psycho gives me that feeling. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's just why I assumed it was that. Um, and so the opening gambit for this conversation is: I don't like drama, Miss Lodge. You know anybody who says they don't like drama? They ooh, they eat it up, and they make it. Ah. Oh, and they just they fucking stir it up the pot. Oh yeah. They stir it up. They're making fucking drama stew. Yep. Oh my god. A sweet honey drama stew. Uh, yeah, Veronica that's one of those says dating app red flags. Like if they <laughs> say, "Oh, I'm fluent in sarcasm," you swipe left immediately. Because <laughs> that's their way of saying I'm a complete fucking asshole. This is interesting. I've never used a dating app, but what I'm learning is um, <laughs> ways that I would describe myself are red flags. Yeah, because I, w- I would yeah, say I'm also fluent in sarcasm. Don't say fluent in sarcasm. Well, okay. Um, we're going to have to cut this episode short because i got to revamp all of my dating apps <laughs> i got to go redo some stuff real Jesus. quick. Jesus. Yeah. God, okay, wow. I mean, you, you don't list things that I gotta you don't just, want. I really just got to nuke my online presence and start again because, oh, boy. Uh, Veronica says she likewise does not like drama. And oh, that, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, I'm gonna. Like, you you don't put no Trumpers at the bottom of your dating profile. You say fully vaccinated. It has the same effect, but it's positive <laughs> about you and not <laughs> negative about some asshole that you don't want to date. Like this is just straightforward stuff here, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Proceed. So if I were gonna make a dating profile, I shouldn't list myself as an unrepentant libtard. Actually, that's good. That's See, you know that I was quite right for I, that. That's a positive thing about you. That's a fun way to say fluent and sarcasm, right? That is a fun way to say fluent and sarcasm. <laughs> See, you've, you've just won at the game. I cracked the code already. Wow, yeah. damn. You're incredible. All right. We're going to have a real great name here for a thing. Oh, God. Oh, I'm I hate it. on my chair. No, I, I love it. I think, we should, I think we should change the name of the podcast, actually. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> because Principal Honey has a printout of an article posted earlier today on rumordale.com. Oh! Oh, man. <laughs> That's it. Holy That's shit. It. You the trials just... of Rumordale. You super That's cracked the, the code. Thing. Principal Honey <laughs> owns rumordale.com. Oh shit! Yes, he does. He absolutely owns that website. He's a little holy (laughs) shit! Within seconds of you saying the name of the website, you made me understand the arc of this whole season. Uh Um, (laughs) think that is wild. You could say you could say that uh, Holden Honey's maybe a little busy bee. Little busy bee. I was just gonna say that. He doesn't mind his own beeswax. Oh God! (laughs) Welcome to our podcast, Rumordale.com. Oh, no. Uh, We're your busy bees. He's fluent in buzzwords. Do you get it? (laughs) Oh, his stories sting, don't they? Sterling Sterling also didn't like any of those puns. Well, Sterling isn't in the same room as me, so he's uh, keeping me uh, so safe. Opinion isn't valid. Sorry, Sterling, you can't jump up on me and make me stop. <laughs> All right, Sorry. so rumordale.com, um, and this article promises drama. Has Veronica seen it? Veronica says, no, she's actually been avoiding the tabloids. Thanks so much for bringing this up. 
Yeah. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> this article, it turns out, lists an unnamed inside source who worked at the nightclub and says that Veronica actually did the crimes <laughs> that happened at the nightclub. What? No. What insightful reporting? Who, who would crack this case? Wide open. Uh, Veronica looks at the papers and puts them down and goes, huh. <laughs> That's not what you do. Veronica. No, I think it's perfect. Okay. Wow. Fair enough. Crazy. Wow. These huh. tabloids will say anything, huh? That, yeah. Wow. They'll do anything to get get a little rise out of me. Boy, oh boy, Jesus. oh boy. Uh, Principal Honey suggests that Veronica take a sabbatical. A sabbatical from high school. From high school? From <laughs> from yeah, high school, I, you I say. Don't. What are these fucking writers? Until these personal matters are sorted, I... What, what are these writers? I, I don't understand. A sabbatical? She's not a teacher. Yeah, that's not how that works. Just, man, how does a sabbatical even work? I don't even know what a sabbatical is. Oh, I'm going to take a year off and come back to this job later. Why, why would they take you back? They don't have to take you uh, back, do they? They hold... So it's, you're supposed to do it both for further education to support yourself in your career and also okay. to rest and rejuvenate. I, I work I, I did work for a company that gave you a, a month sabbatical after 3 years. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And the, and a part huh. of it was like so you probably have some passion projects that are vaguely related to your field you might want to go do. Huh. Okay. Um or you just might want to go sit on a boat for 2 weeks and we know that we push you really hard and you could Unwind. You can do that if you want. Yeah. Uh, okay. See, I've, I've only ever li- worked for at-will employers who, like, if you fart wrong in the office, they just fire you. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, so I mean, no, look, no place I've ever worked was like, oh, yes, by all means, take a month yeah, off. We don't need you also, that badly. This was also a tech startup, and they'd be like, well, sure. Yeah, we do say four-day work weeks, but actually it's seven-day work weeks. Yeah, it's 14 <laughs> And 12-hour day days, and it's always sprint mode, and it's always. So they fucking owed us. Um, that yeah. makes sense. Uh, it's pops. It's time for pops. Yay! Pop uh, here's, shop. Here's Betty. Just eyes. I wouldn't say that Betty's holding the idiot bag so much as she's climbed inside of the idiot bag oh, and is making replaced. herself a nice little idiot home there. Okay. Mm, turning this idiot house just, into an idiot home. <laughs> she's just so fucking bad, and all of her idiocy and fucking mistakes don't amount to anything in this episode it's that so sucks. irritating that's the worst she does literally everything the wrongest possible and the wins wrongest. it's so irritating <laughs> wrong formula but got the right answer that's betty uh kevin saying that he sure did miss betty and um this being it pops with her reminds him of how when they were freshmen and betty loved archie and kevin was hooking up with randos in the woods you remember oh that good, those good times the good old days yeah and so like Betty's two years ago. on his Grindem app. Grindem, getting those Grindem <laughs> matches. His meetup M-E-A-T. Oh, um, God. Oh. <laughs> so much better than Grindem. Uh, Betty now has a segue that makes no sense. She's like, yeah, it does remind me of that. You know, Kevin, maybe I was cold earlier because, you know, my mom and Polly are still at the farm. And it's and it's hard and my brother's investigating, and it's just so much. And Kevin's like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pretty Luckily, intimate with that. Yeah. Kevin is also really dumb. Kevin's so also. it uh, kind of works, I guess. 
Kevin and Betty are neighbors in the idiot bag. <laughs> in idiot town. Yeah, idiot uh, town, which is inside the idiot bag. Yeah, but yeah, then Betty's... She's so stupid and has not been coached on how to approach this situation that she just kind of blunders through it. And Kevin is so stupid that it doesn't matter that she does everything wrong. He still yeah. falls for it. Because well, <laughs> it's, uh, it's Riverdale. <laughs> TM. Why well, did that thing happen? It's Riverdale. We can just we can just explain it away. Also, it's Riverdale. I would say Kevin is trying. If he's if Kevin's really trying to get Betty back as a friend, he just has to pay into this. Yeah, he did that drag her true. to get a lobotomy. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It, you're right. He's yeah. firmly strapped into the sidecar by virtue of the friendship debt he created. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> if he's if he's getting back in there, baby, he's got to go along on this ride. Oh, he he's it. going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that does uh, justify his end. It doesn't justify yeah. Betty being terrible. <laughs> Betty goes on to say that it was actually really exciting because today there was a big break in the case. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Jughead's brother Charles says they found someone willing to testify. <laughs> Jughead's brother. <laughs> Jughead's brother. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, and it might my brother and also my open. intimate partner's brother. Yeah, my boyfriend's <laughs> brother. And Kevin says, "Huh? I mean, whatever. I that's, mean, that's cool, I guess. It's cool or whatever. I don't care." Um, and then they toast for no reason. Wha- they toast. They toast their drinks. They clink their drinks together. Um, <sighs> Betty has a vanilla shake, and Kevin has a glass of milk because he loves cum. Because he loves cum. <laughs> <laughs> that is this show's code for for people loving cum. Yep. Glass of milk. Kevin immediately then goes to the woods and meets Fangs. Wow, wow. Okay. Yep. And Fangs won't smooch Kevin or give him a hug. Oh, Fangs. Fangs is oh, just there for the information right. and not Kevin's sweet bod. Yeah. Damn. So so Kevin doesn't understand that taking this information to fangs gets him back in with betty he's just doing it stupid yeah and doesn't understand that he's been freely given bad information he wants he wants to get back in with betty but he wants to get back into fangs so he's got a <laughs> right. lot going on okay yes, yes you're right he does have a lot going on okay. uh fangs however says that the, the farm's not sure that Kevin can be trusted and this information is not enough information. They need a name. Then, if they got an actual name about who's going to testify, then maybe Kevin and Fangs could be together. Yeah, right. Oh. Like So when FBI guy presents this plan to Betty, he has that name. And he he coaches her on a way to allow Kevin to learn that name without directly telling him it. That way, Kevin knows that he can trust the information because he found it he wasn't given it. <laughs> like, this is right. how you develop like, an asset. It's exactly. not the way this shitty show presents it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> show bad. Yep. <sighs> Move uh, on. Anyway, Fangs then leaves and Betty shows up immediately with a fa- flashlight uh, to tell Kevin that he sucks. Yeah. Why? You, what? Oh, you you bring mind. your the folder from the FBI in your purse to this milkshake date, and you leave it on the table after you spill the milkshake on your lap and have to run to the bathroom. 
That's how Kevin discovers the information, not by you telling him the information. <laughs> he has to feel like he earned it. <laughs> like, goddamn. Ta-da! <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the CIA knocking on Jim's door because he's yeah. basically just telling everybody how to fucking <laughs> do this their is, job. This is straightforward shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this is just regular spy you, and detective stuff. This is how I feel about the whole maple syrup plot from earlier. Uh, it made me so fucking mad. <laughs> yeah. You got you got the tree rage, and I respect it. Yeah, exactly. Rage. I, have, I have the tree <laughs> Don't rage. Don't we all? Yeah. For a different thing. That... For a different thing. Yeah. Don't For a different, we like, all? God, it's just, it's not hard to get it right. Yeah. Yeah, it is so not easy to get hard it to get it right. Uh, there's like a hundred next... other goddamn TV shows that all do this <laughs> that same do this. plot. Yeah, there's week a whole to week genre for... of TV show about yeah. exactly this. Yeah, they they film a hundred hours of Law and Order a week with this kind of like how you get the bad guy, same action. Like, yeah, how have none, no one in the writers' room ever seen that? Nah, <laughs> like, they're just I watching Cartoon Network. I don't. Oh, I, rip. rip, rip, Cartoon Network. <sighs> Uh, Veronica has called Reg to the speakeasy where Reg is wearing dark glasses. Obviously, his dad hit him. Uh, Obviously, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She sees that information on rumoredalk.com and leaps to the obvious wrong conclusion. Yeah, that it's Reg. So Veronica asks Reg if he is the unnamed source. That that it's it's Reg, like the dude that she trusts the most in the world. Yeah. Who worked for her unpaid for an entire season. And then she says... Is that why you won't look at me in the eye? Is that why you have those glasses on? So then Reg takes his glasses off. He has a black eye. He says he didn't leak the story, and maybe she should talk to her dad. Yeah, because Reg is pretty smart. Yeah. And gets basically everything right, except for when he's being beaten and yeah. acts out. Yeah. Uh, Veronica then goes back home to Archie and says that Reg didn't leak anything, and he had a black eye, and Veronica knows that his dad did that. Right. I mean... Has he told anybody else that he gets shiners from his dad, or is that just Veronica? He told the Midnight Club teens. Oh, uh, what? Okay. Wait, what? He's. It was like one of the times that all of the youths had to get together about a thing, and he was like, yeah, my old man hits. If I, if I do this, my old man will hit me. He does it all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I, I don't think they, that... ha- they hadn't seen... Evidence I don't think they had seen evidence, yeah. Right. They, yeah. I mean, I just remember her, uh, him talking, like, specifically telling Veronica that he would maybe get a shiner or something like that. Oh, maybe so, when they were doing yeah. all of the robbing. Yeah. I think yeah. it was, like, something so he's, like that. So he said it in a group setting. He may have said it to Veronica. But this is the first time anybody's, like, seen it. I'm just saying that, Yeah, like, like oh, wow, he makes, really beats the hell out of you. I'm just saying yeah. that, like, this actually does make sense for Veronica to find that out and make yeah. that conclusion. Yeah. And yes. that's just for, like, anybody, too? For sure. Yeah. 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 So, um, like, good job, kind of, Riverdale. Yeah. But don't take it too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, Betty takes Kevin back to the God family bunker t- oh, for no. interrogation. What? God damn it. What? <laughs> so Betty and Charles now interrogate Kevin. Again, not how you do this. Why didn't they just fucking track fangs? Why didn't they just follow fangs? 
Yeah, yeah. well, that would have, that's a great question, Matthew. And yeah. I would love for you to write oh. a letter to the editor about it. <laughs> oh, right. Because Betty does follow Kevin to the forest. Yes. Yeah. So and why the then fuck? Nobody up? follows Fangs home. This could be over. They yeah. could have just followed Fangs. Could have oh my God. Could have just followed Fangs. Okay. Or when their ploy had failed because they didn't give Kevin the name, <laughs> they could have given Kevin the name and had him take it back to Fangs and followed them both that time. <laughs> like, literally anything that they could do here God. would have been better than what they do. <laughs> and again, it's so infuriating. It's so, I'm so mad. <laughs> yep. God. But they didn't. Okay. Instead, they take Watch poor... any spy or detective show <laughs> ever. They like take poor once. dumb baby Kevin back to the stupid bunker, and they yell at him and say that he betrayed Betty, um, and he's still a part of the farm, and he's like, I just wanted to see Fangs, and Betty, you ignored me all summer, and at least Fangs texted me back. Damn, You know what? Son. Fair, Fair point, though. Yeah, Fair. goddamn. That sucks, okay. but also, yeah. Uh, then they have, Betty and Charles have a sidebar where Charles is just like, Kevin sucks, he's useless. Kick him wow. on the curb. He's Wow. He is <laughs> second sort of, time, sort of correct. Except yeah, second, second time Kevin's been fucking. Kicked except to he's the curb. he's wrong. Like he's in contact with Fangs. They just yeah, have to follow that's him. A start. Like he's uh, not useless. <laughs> like they've just Jesus done Christ. literally everything about Kevin wrong. Betty, nobody, for reasons just, I can't begin to understand, says no. She believes Kevin. Why? He did why literally just that? betray you. Yeah. But not. Not in the way that you think, because he didn't have all the information to. Yeah, he to, he immediately he like, betrayed you, which like you wanted him to do. Pseudo, he, he just like failed pseudo at it. Betrayed? Yeah, <laughs> like you set him up for failure. So what the fuck? But he did it. But like, then why would you believe him anyway? But, yeah. but the the entire idea was for him to betray her. The whole thing only works if he betrays he her. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, saying, so the idea of saying I believe him is just like it's stupid. Goddamn, nothing about this you plot line works. Dumb. I you didn't it. believe him when you came up with this plan, and now suddenly you do after he did the thing you knew he would do? Oh, it sucks. After you executed Ugh. the plan in the least effective possible way. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Charles says, I don't give a shit who you believe. He sucks. We're not I doing it. I definitely have classes about this at the FBI. They sure do. Like, man, they, they gotta <laughs> teach you this stuff. Nobody's uh, reinventing the how you trick a guy into giving you information wheel. Wheel. Like, yeah. They fucking know how that works. Like, yeah, yeah that's. <laughs> they, humanity's really cracked it. that code. We, they've we been got doing that one it for unlocked. 70 years. <laughs> like, at the um, FBI uh, by itself for, for like 70 years. Not like in, in general. Let's talk about something you I understand longer. less it's football. Yay! Ooh, what's yes. up with football? <laughs> It's football practice. Reg goofs it again. His dad comes over and yells at him again. Archie comes over and says, hey, don't talk to my best friend, Reg, like that. We're for sure best friends. Yeah, we're for sure best friends. And get the hell off of my football field. And Reg oh, turns around uh, and says so, to Archie. Wait. So what what has happened is that now their positions are reversed. Uh, and Reg is the, the wide receiver. And uh, <laughs> dog is the cornerback. Monroe. Oh, Monroe. Monroe yep. is the cornerback. Uh, and Reg receives the pass, and Monroe tackles him, and Reg fumbles it. The pass is incomplete. For some reason, the coach cancels practice. He's like, that's it. Practice is over. 
Like, what the fuck? I, that I don't understand. <laughs> like, practice, maybe weird. practice was almost over. <laughs> yeah, one that was my take. pass in a scrimmage, and now practice is over. That <laughs> like, was their last go. He, he does sell it as being really upset about this incomplete pass. <laughs> like, you didn't, you didn't like, see it when he gave the five-minute warning that playtime right. was over. Like, that happened off camera, right? Like, yeah. Like, they, uh, held up, they held up, like, a, a yellow card to be like, it's almost time. It's almost time yep. to leave. That's almost like, kids. Five minutes. Um, right, anyway. so Archie comes over to stand up for Ridge and tell Reg's dad to get the hell off the football field. And Reg says to Archie, actually, you don't talk to my dad like that. What? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I Seems mean, like he should. I think he's embarrassed to have it's, been stood up saved. for. People uh, saw him. People saw his dad being mean to him, so they know. So that's embarrassing. Uh, and it's it's just it's real hard to stand up to your abuser. Yeah, like this is so this is not like, an easy thing for people. Mind your own business. I it's a little confusing, but it is it makes sense, and it is a, a yeah. way that people react in those situations. Yeah, this this yeah. character is not yeah acting. It's out also character. like he is a way doing to a say that, yeah. Um, this is to normal show... and doesn't need an intervention for you to come and say that it needs intervention and that it's normal means that all of my shit is bad. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I he's, don't want to think about that. He's like defending himself and also proving to his abuser that he's still involved in that relationship, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's gross, but it's a thing. Um, enough of that sad stuff. Let's go back to fancy school. Yeah, it's <sighs> time for a salon. It's Mr. It's Mr. English Fries. It's Mr. Chipping, Donna, Jonathan, Joan, Brett, Weston, Wallace, and Forsyth. Jesus, uh, this is why they wanted him to. Call, they want to call him Forsyth is because it fits in with the preppy crowd. Um, they have Jesus. some very uh, we are we are the coastal elites conversations about why do we even have to read old white men, and then yep. Um, the teacher's like, okay, but enough. Let's talk about Moby Dick. What do you think the whale symbolizes? And uh, Jughead plays this off like, oh, he's just talking to himself. He's like, nothing. And then everybody looks at him and he has to explain that the author actually said the whale symbolizes nothing and he doesn't like metaphors and <laughs> his greatest fear was that people would think this this book was a fairy tale and then all of the all of the smart all the other smarts got to look at jughead like damn this strappy scrappy kid from the streets got books fuck dude you guys got <laughs> fucking books yeah melville look was like the- fuck dude i get paid by the word yeah God damn this is very well researched you know bullshit this, yeah you know why this is so long talk to dickens it's because i get paid by the word motherfucker yeah baby <laughs> yeah. Like, I got a nice. fucking mortgage. Like, Jim, dude. are you ready? <laughs> oh, shit. Am, am I ready? What? what uh, for this next scene. Uh, are I, you ready? I don't think this constitutes a warehouse escape. Oh, it does. Come on. Oh, get your fucking app together, baby. It's been, it's been like, one, oh, two weeks. Two, two, it's, it's, been, it's been two-thirds of an episode bop, since bop, this character bop, was last bop. on camera. No, get it no, ready. I don't give a that's shit. That's not true, Jim. Come on. He was Come in on, last baby. week's episode. So that's what? Not, that's not what I'm talking about. Wait, what? <laughs> oh my god. Monica Posh is back, baby. Oh my god. Oh, I didn't put that together. 
Quick, do this. Is, is, I'll do it for is, myself. Is Monica Posh a warehouse escape? That I, yes. I don't know. I mean, that wig is. That fucking um, wig Veronica has a mind of its put own. her stupid blonde wig on to go visit her daddy in prison. All right, I'll 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 give the uh, Monica Posh to you. That <laughs> Monica Posh. That's a warehouse escape. Why do you? Yeah, think that's it's not a warehouse escape. That that, that seems legit in, yeah. in retrospect. Nice. She, she gets she gets one 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 horn. That's Fuck fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Anyway, Monica Posh is visiting Hiram to ask why Hiram leaked that information. Uh, and Hiram actually Hiram makes like, a valid point. He's like, listen, I just don't want to be on this show anymore. Why do I have to keep <laughs> flying to Vancouver? God, why? Like. Uh. Well, Hiram says you know, he's not paying. You for know how much it crimes. sucks to get in and out of Burbank Airport. Like it sucks. Nobody wants that. It's better <laughs> than LAX, but it sucks. It's just bad. I mean, his wife films in New York, right? That's where the morning. Oh show yeah, I guess he, he probably lives in New York then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's even worse. Then he's got to go to fucking that's Laguardia. Yeah. Nobody wants Laguardia. to go to Laguardia. Laguardia. <laughs> uh, Hiram says unto Monica Posh that he's not paying for her crimes. Uh, because he actually didn't do them, and she actually did do them. But he Which... still did do a crime, though. Oh yeah, yeah he, he did, did plenty he of did crimes. He did other crimes. <laughs> he sure, just sure, got, sure. He, was <laughs> he just got arrested for her crimes. He was yeah, caught he's bloody handed. Like not the ones that he that he did. Um, so then he says to Veronica that she's a lodge through and through, and then he says deal with it, and then a pixelated pair of sunglasses slide down the screen. <laughs> 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 and that fucking song that's like I, boom. I also had that image of the, the eight bit sunglasses. Deal with it. That's very the tone of the scene. That's great. I love We're that. We're very smart, Jim. <laughs> um, I need that gift. Yes. <laughs> those those glasses sliding onto Mark Consuelo's face. Yeah. It's good shit. That's amazing. Um, it's really important to me that everybody know that Cheryl has a custom neon sign in the shape of a cherry. I mean, duh. Because it's it's time for the big party at Cheryl and Tony's house. I mean, fuck yeah, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Party the, time. As I like to think of it now, the corpse chalet. Yeah, uh, the corpse chateau, if you will. <laughs> Chateau, Chateau de Corpse. Uh, Cheryl gives a speech saying that Principal Honey is the new enemy. And she's going to have oh. him beheaded by homecoming or her name isn't Cheryl Marjorie Blossom. Marjorie? <laughs> Marjorie? Yeah, I don't know that we've heard that before. They're going to they're gonna pull out a middle name card. Have. But I and would like to think Marjorie? that that is also Jason's middle name. Jason I Marjorie hope... Blossom? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, they're named for like their great uncle or Clifford, something. Clifford yeah. Marjorie Blossom. <laughs> it's a family middle name. And it's Penelope Butter Blossom. Here's a weird note about the party. Uh huh. Um, the solo cups are gold. Well, because obviously. Why? Red is Cheryl's <laughs> signature color. She's rich. So, I don't know. I, I googled Mark Consuelos deal with it gif. Oh my and God. that gift does not exist, but one that does exist is him in the in the the sauna with the the sign on the back of the wall that says sauna. It says <laughs> or steam room, room. Uh, with him saying there is nothing soft about me, which is even better. That is that better. was a very weird scene. 
that was, was a weird a line. Scene. It was weird that they <laughs> filmed about it. His giant boner. Uh, oh, <laughs> like what? Why? Why uh, would you do this? Because it's funny. They wanted to do a funny bit. Oh, it also says boxing on the other wall. Yeah, it says boxing gym. <laughs> yeah, boxing wall. gym. It's right on the wall. It's tiled right on there. <laughs> the steam room is so weird. Oh, <laughs> uh, this fucking show. Oh, boy. Anyway. Uh, Hiram, right. Hiram's like, so, deal with it. They have, anyway, they have they have gold solo cups, which I thought was weird because red is Cheryl's signature color. But whatever. Yes. Maybe it's the wrong shade and it clashes with her lipstick. Mm, um, that makes sense. That's, that is a very believable story. Jughead is bringing drinks to Veronica and Betty. Uh, okay. Betty asks how the Moby Dick time was at fancy school. And Jughead <laughs> says that it was actually great to participate in a conversation where other students had actually read the book. And I got to tell you, I felt that one. <laughs> At the same time, however, nice. no one's ever read Moby Dick. As uh, an avid reader, a uh, rampant overachiever in high school. Wait, have you read Moby Dick? Just me. Yep. It I fucking tried, man. Just I, me. I tried. You know what What stymied me and the books that I have never finished is like, I just, uh, it's Russian literature. I could not finish War and Peace. Oh. I, I read all 18 of the Patrick O'Brien Master and Commander novels. I could not make it through Moby Dick. Uh, well, but was, Moby Dick is not about sailing <laughs> or it warfare. Is, it is bad. <laughs> it is, it is you can really, you can really read a not. lot into it. But it's not, it's truly, it's, it's just a book about whalers. It's <laughs> Yeah, it is, it is just thoroughly researched crap about the business and fucking day-to-day -day of whaling. It's, it's a slice of life book wow. that is of a life that I just have no interest in. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh, they're, they're coming for me. Oh, shit. You're, you're. Dropping such fire jokes, mom. They, they uh, like, yep. come put the fire in, out. In the same way that the the Master and Commander movie is like all of the best bits from the eighteen novels crammed together into an original story that does not appear in any of the books. Um, the Moby Dick movies that you've seen are all of like the story elements from oh, twenty thousand pages of, of Moby Dick crammed into no, no. a two hour movie. I've never seen a Moby Dick film. Uh, <laughs> that's that's. Fair. Hey, can we? just kind of get through the rest of the episode i'm not sure how much we have left uh, yeah, wait, it's a we're, it's a bit we're, we're trying there's we're a lot there. we're, in this. we're halfway yeah. through act three yeah. okay all right uh so, there's so a lot it. of tangents happening I'm yeah like whoa guys. the other kids had actually read the book which like uh, i identify with that feeling that's uh -huh. yeah yeah that's I big mean, I, I feel that uh, Veronica absolutely shits on fancy school she says there's not a school more nihilistic or overprivileged than fancy school and get him. And Veronica also, knows because she's rich. Also, your girlfriend wouldn't be there, so you should stay here and fuck on my couch, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Betty says the Jughead can do whatever he needs to do, but she would miss him if he went to fancy school. Veronica chimes in again and says, Jughead, you would hate it there. Damn. All right. Jughead says he's just trying to keep an open mind. So uh, now at the party, we get a series of vignettes of Reg being a drunk, moody little bee. Love uh, that actually. That's Reg dope. Is in the hallway that leads to Jason's corpse. Uh, oh. Trying to pick open the lock on the wrought iron gate. 
with while the drunk right behind him. This is this is how hyper competent Reg is. No, no, the uh, fucking uh, locks of Riverdale are made of Swiss cheese. Last yeah. I've last said this season, before. you sneeze on he, them, they pop right. It open. doesn't matter. Last they season, they he open. executed an entire heist off camera, flawlessly by himself. Well, he did get shot, so not <laughs> that was a different wildly. heist. That was his, that was the second heist that he did that season. Oh, true. He, he had previously done another heist that was completely off camera where he just did everything perfectly and all we saw was a result. That was yep. the second heist that he attempted that he still pulled off. Yeah, he <laughs> like, did still pull it off. Despite bad intelligence. Like, he didn't know there was going to be guards. There's never guards before. <laughs> like, yeah. it was a surprise uh, anyway. guard. Cheryl gets... finds him and is like, what the fuck are you doing in this hallway? The locked doors that you came through should have indicated to you you should yeah. not be here. So so while drunk, he's already picked one lock off camera. And now Again. he's working on a second one. I mean, like, Reg is amazing. Yeah. I guess Reg is, Reg is a fucking Ubermensch, I guess. He's Reg, just like, Reg he rules, should be the main honestly. character of this show. Hashtag yeah. Reg rules. Get it trending. Uh, Cheryl uh, says to him, get thee to the barn with the other animals if you have to pee. Actually, yeah. is that a bit? I, can, I no, literally she, can't. You'll tell. find out. Ah, uh, shit. No, that's he, better. Okay. He absolutely now, says that. It's ridiculous. Um, oh, my God. Betty finds Kevin and says, hey, sorry we interrogated you. And then everything's better. She finds him drinking alone by himself in, like, one of the many bedrooms at Thistle House. Alone yeah. by himself. Alone yes. by himself. And Kevin says, look, I get it. You're trying to save your mom. Um, and here, Betty decides to go way off script. Charles has specifically said, hey, we're not going to do this with Kevin. And Betty says, um, shut to, up and no. Sure yeah, Betty are. says shut up and no. She says to Kevin, OK, but yes, and I believe you. So I'm going to tell you that actually my mom is an, is an undercover FBI agent at the farm. And Information Kevin did not need. What the yep. fuck? That's not We good. haven't heard from her, and I'm worried. But I, I know you can rat her out, but I'm trusting you to not. Well, OK, don't so be good. Oh, be good, Kevin. Be Look do at me. good, Kev. Pay this, this friendship debt. Yeah. You're strapped into this fucking sidecar with me, Kevin, if you ever want to have a friend again. Come on now. Yeah. Will you friend help my line. mom by calling Fangs and saying Penelope is the witness, even though she's not the witness, and now you know she's not, and you know my mom's FBI informant. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, Penelope being the witness makes perfect sense. She knew a lot of... Uh, the she forms the illegal organs. dealings, like she knew about their whole organ thing. Yeah. Like her being the witness is something that Edgar probably was already afraid of and would immediately accept as like, oh, yes, this makes sense. We got to fucking kill her. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and like the whole entire thing would have worked yep. perfectly. But Betty had to go and uh, just. Just but Betty drink her it dumb up. bitch juice. Just fuck it. Yeah, chug that dumb bitch juice. <laughs> also known as jungle juice. Uh, she, just, uh, she just Back to drunk Reg. He now finds Monroe and Archie and decides, oh, I should start a fight, actually. Good, yes. He's got beer muscles. Yeah. yeah beer uh, muscles. We should fight, we've, right, guys? He just walks up. He's like, we should you want to have a fist fight? We should have a fist fight. Oh, uh, guys. God, I but, love you guys so much. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, we should punch, right? But before this <laughs> fight can pop off, FP shows up to bust up the party. Oh, what? Um, there's uh, a I, really great I moment. I called the scene, fuck the party. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I, I wrote a, the in lowercase. And, and well, yeah. Fuck and party as is grammatically accurate. Because of FP. Uh, <laughs> 
there's a, a very good moment where FP's like yelling at different kids and he sees Jughead and he's like, Jughead boy, you better not be drinking what's in that cup. And Jughead just like his face doesn't change and he just tips the cup into the bushes and dumps out what's in that. <laughs> he, he does the thing that That's cats funny. do when they make eye contact and push the water glass off the yeah. counter. Yeah. He, no. It, it's, it's very funny. It's That's, amazing. That, uh, picturing that, it's very good. I like yeah. it. He, he plays that exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Archie and Monroe have kind of drifted to the side, and so now Reg is looking at FP and is like, oh, why don't I start shit with FP, actually? Oh, my God. Another hey, person hey. to punch. What if we get this alcoholic sheriff a beer, he says. Wow. Uh, and Archie just shows right. He, Archie swoops right in. He's like, hey, actually, don't arrest him. I'm just going to take him home. How about, How about that? that? How about that? How's about, How about that? I just How about I do home? that? Uh, and that's fine with FP. He doesn't want to do paperwork or actual sheriffing. So or after, that yeah, works. actual police work. <laughs> He's not a yeah. functioning police officer. <gasps> oh, oh, fuck. oh, shit. Got him. Oh. <gasps> Burn. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, so then Damn. Cheryl steps in front of FP and says, like, why the fuck are you here, actually? Yeah. Stepping and up on my fucking house. FP says that somebody called about the noise. Cheryl's like, well, I live in the middle of nowhere and I have no neighbors. So no, oh, they didn't. Wait, they didn't the farm. Nope. Principal Damn, honey. Okay. <laughs> oh, principal. Fuck principal honey. Principal honey picked one of those flyers up off the floor and called the cops. <laughs> called God the cops. Said, hey, it, there's a noisy party. Here's the exact address. I, I hate that. I was really gearing up to love principal honey just because of his name. Just because of his name? God, yeah. this guy's a fucking nope. douche canoe. God damn. <laughs> I am look, he's gonna be a bad guy, right? But I'm cutting him some slack because he must have walked into such a nightmare of a mess to take this job. I over. mean true. The previous principal did become a cult I, member. I I really yeah. feel like And he his, let those kids do what the fuck ever they wanted. Yeah, there was no real structure. I, I feel like so. his arc over the season is going to be we think he's a dick for the entire first half. And then around episode 12 or 13, he shows that he's actually really cool. And then by the end of the season, the actual villain kills him. <laughs> like, uh, that is, oh, I'm that into is, that. that. I is like just, that. <laughs> that yeah. is yeah. another call shot. I feel shot. like how he's going to go. Like, because uh, Sam Witwer, uh, Mr. Chipping, is clearly the villain. <laughs> like, right? Like, I mean, I would say Brett Weston Wallace is the villain. Yeah, seems like Brett Weston Wallace is uh, pretty fucking oh, bad. Uh, it's gonna be a scream thing. They're both the bad guy. Oh, great! Yet another scream thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because last season was a scream thing. Yet another. You could, scream you could call thing. it a murder on the Orient Express thing. They all did it. Oh, murder. That's uh, true. They person. all did it. Yeah, that's better. Mm. Reg. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Even uh, uh, that. Uh, Nile movie that was murder murder on the Nile. Uh, I can't think of the name of it, but that yeah. murder movie the also other, had two two killers. Yeah, the other Agatha Christie movie they made. Yep. Yeah. Why can't okay. I think of the name of it? All right. Hey, we're on. It's like it's over two hours. Let's let's we're, power. Yeah, we're this. we're real close. We gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got Reg and Archie on a bench, and Archie just says like, "Hey, man." Oh, this is the epilogue already. Fuck the party was the the last scene of nice. Uh, okay. Act three. Reg and Arch sitting on a bench. K-I-S-S-I-K-I-S-K-I-S-K-I-S-K-I-S-K-I-S-K-I-S-K-I-S-K-I-S-K-I-S-K-I-S-K-I-S-K-I-S-K-I-S-K-I-S-K-I-S-
Uh, Archie doesn't know how to do subtlety. So he just says, like, hey, man, how'd you get that black eye? And Rez is like, my dad. Yeah, basically. Reg says, what do, you, what do you want me to say? That my dad hits me all the time? That's This sucks. Why are yeah. you making me say this out loud? <laughs> Archie says he's sorry. Then there's like a a moment where Reg is like, I was always so jealous of your relationship with your dad. Um, and actually, when your dad died, I was like, damn, I wish my dad died instead. I mean, fair enough. Yep. That's a that's a correct feeling to have in that yeah. particular situation. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> Yeah, and Archie's like, so like, so what can I do? This is uh, good. This and Reg is good says, okay, so like, you called him out. That was that was cool, but actually, I have to stand up for myself now. Yeah, um, Archie. Archie plays this pretty good. This, yeah, uh, that's nice. They go back to Reg's house, and Archie just stands by while Reg uh, takes a bat to his dad's car. Nice, yeah, that fancy red Love Corvette. That. Fuck yes. Uh, I called that scene bonus round. Oh, yeah. That fucking Street Fighter thing. Yeah, we uh, like, just Jim. punch the hell out of a car for yeah. for 30 seconds. Get, get some extra yeah. points. I love that. Rich takes a, a big swing at the windshield, and it like it gets all those spiderweb cracks in it, and Archie's like, oh, my God. And Reg just said, it's okay, Archie. I outweigh him by 50 pounds. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit. There we yep. go. Uh. The next day at school, it's English class in Riverdale High. Can you believe the teens are in a class? That's crazy. Yep. Holton Honey is really uh, fucking... He's really getting things in line. In line. Things are going, happening. Going, students going, going, in gone. class. <laughs> also, most of the the students are in this scene, except Cheryl. Yeah. Um, oh, also, uh, Josie was in 401. She sings Amazing Grace at the funeral. Yeah, uh, she is not in the rest of this season. <laughs> they nice. they just brought her Every, back. For that everybody episode. came back uh, for Luke Perry. Uh, yeah, the formers were in it, and I don't know when the last time we saw the mayor or the. You God, know. it's been a while since we've seen the formers. I think the, yeah, the last time we that's, saw them. That's how like that's how it was framed with Josie. It was like Josie and Kevin, and then the formers because that's their parents. You know. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, this English class, no one wants to participate about the summer reading. No one wants to read aloud. The teacher just reads aloud. And Betty's like, OK, actually, this sucks. And Jughead should go to fancy school. So she pulls Jughead out of class. Betty does. Wait. And says, Betty. like, OK, sure. Go pack up your stuff. I'll handle everything here. Betty, you can't. You this are not, not his legal guardian. That's just not how, how paperwork works. Yeah. What, what is he going to jog across however big this fucking town is to get to fancy school? Fancyville, where fancy yeah. school is, that sucks. <laughs> he he does it though. He does though. He's like, he's just fucking, thrilled to not go back. He starts jogging. <laughs> nice. Well, okay, fine. Yep. Uh, he just goes to Pops and eats eighteen hamburgers that day. Yeah. That's all he does. That's yeah. that seems right. We got Reg and Archie at their lockers. Uh, they catch up about how things went. Reg says it started a conversation that they should have had a long time ago. Um, Reg thinks his dad's gonna leave him alone now. And Reg and Archie say that they are bros for life. Uh, Fuck yeah. The, the vibe that I got from this scene is that Reg absolutely killed his dad last night. Yep. Amazing. That is, um, I agree. He it, totally Jim, killed him. Jim, I just want to say, the second, you like, you went from I don't understand what vibe check means to correctly <laughs> using vibe so fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really did just, like, go from zero to hero there. Listen, Reggie's... <laughs> Reggie's actor plays this scene really well, yeah. and I think that that is the story that he's selling. Mm. <laughs> yep. That, that sounds great. 
that he, that he's he seen into the car dealership next... that morning and was like, my dad's taking a vacation. Yeah, like he's definitely seen next week's script and he knows that Reggie kills his dad in <laughs> off camera in this episode. Yep. And that's um, why we'll never see Reg's dad again. Never again. I, I mean, I feel he's like dead. that's going to be worked out sometime in the, in the season, right? Like they've got to go back to that. Yeah, oh, I don't oh, know. Sure. Do they just warehouse his dad entirely and don't tell oh, us yeah, whether yeah. or not he's, he's dead? Yeah, you, you yeah. Think, that's you, my you bet. Think, you think the Reggie abuse plot thread ends right here in this ends episode right and they right never now. talk yes. about it again? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. Right here, right now. Done. I think Reggie's it was, dad in the warehouse. I think it was <laughs> you, think, you think the conversation was actually just a conversation and that Marty has changed his ways? <laughs> yep. Oh, I think I think Reg has a gun. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. Seems uh, about right. Veronica tries to leave her apartment. She opens the door. Of course, there's a crowd of pa- paparazzi. She slams the door. She leans against it. She thinks about it for a second, opens the door again, and says that she will give one press conference tonight <sighs> at the speakeasy after a special performance. <sighs> oh, this is the music. Wait, hold on. Wait, this is, wait. This is why I got so exhausted. Wait. <laughs> is this the time that she sings Toxic? No. Okay. No, no but I want to see that. The it's number bad. is, this is a good oh. poll. She does all that jazz from Chicago. The main Fuck character. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Never first mind. of all, it's great. But songs a bop. Second of all, songs a bop. The main character in Chicago, Roxy Hart, yep. right, um, did do the crimes and gets acquitted of the crimes because of a media circus. Hmm. That's great. Oh wow. Okay. All right, Riverdale. And so Veronica did do the crimes. And she. Is trying to get and now there is through. a media circus. So, like, there's, it, there's some parallels here that I'm not mad about at all. Giving him the razzle-dazzle. Giving the old razzle-dazzle. I, I called this scene contingency choreography. <laughs> oh, yeah, That's the choreography. Huff's nuts. Well, uh, <laughs> I, just, I just meant that, like, Veronica, Tony, and Cheryl have the choreography for Chicago just memorized. Because this is literally like a couple hours after she said, "Oh, tonight after a special performance." Yeah. So they she were just like, do it anyway. So she's she, just happy to have an extra audience. She yeah. texted them like, "Hey, you know that choreography that we periodically just practice for Chicago? We're doing it tonight. We're doing <laughs> like, it. Yep. Like, oh, cool. Just in case they want to yeah. have Chicago done. Yeah, it's our contingency choreography. <laughs> yeah. Worst comes yeah. to worst, we can always perform all that jazz. Of so course. interspersed with all that jazz is uh, a press conference reminiscent of the the like um, the ones in Chicago. Chicago? Ah. Yeah, uh, where Veronica's telling her side of the story, which is obviously a lie, um, and it is that she did do these crimes because under coercion because her bad daddy made her do the crimes and she's a good daughter. Um, right. That's the story that they sold to get him in jail yeah. in the first place. So and, she's just sticking to it. Um, that she will not stand with either of her parents. She now only stands with and for herself. Nice. Okay. Um, now it's Veronica and Archie in the senior lounge. Fucking no. Veronica's working on her Harvard <laughs> application. Oh, okay, um, okay, that's not fucking, okay. She can't finish it because actually she's going to change her last name. Uh, what? The lodge name is Tainted, she says, mm. like Corleone. Mm. Uh, but Hermione's maiden name is Gomez, so she's going to change her last name to Gomez. Okay. Yep. Sure. That's good. Cheryl- I wish that I could sing so that I could sing Tainted Lodge. 
Tainted I mean, love. I can't sing. You just but do it anyway. Yeah. Now I feel I've got to run away. Tainted Lodge. <laughs> tainted Lodge. Sometimes I, I feel I've got to, to run away. <laughs> I've got to get away. Uh, Love Doctor uh, for introducing me to that, love, that fucking song. <laughs> uh Cheryl stops in at the school office and says unto is that uh, soft the cell? Lady, is that right? What? Well, soft, I don't know. I think soft who, cell is the who the knows. Says says to the lady at the front desk, "Why, whatever is wrong, Miss Bell?" Uh, and Cheryl's advised to be careful uh, because the office is full of bees because there's a giant pile of honeycomb on the principal's desk. Oh, I it, wonder. Uh, it's not a pile of honeycomb. It is a cartoonish fucking round <laughs> beehive. Oh my god! What? It is ridiculous. Oh, my God. Okay. I say it's a pile of honeycomb. It's also absolutely 100% CGI. Oh, my God. They oh, yeah. put the <laughs> it is so bad. into a pile of honeycomb. Um, and so Cheryl takes this all in and says, oh, golly, what a mess. I hope you aren't allergic, Principal Honey, and skips away. Jesus Christ. They're really drilling home the fact that his last name is Honey. Oh, uh, yeah. We're never going to be able to forget it. This is going to suck. Okay. And why would you want to? I can uh, barely handle it. Back at the FBI uh, bunker, Charles uh, still hasn't heard from Alice, and he thinks... That was, that was a reach. <laughs> Bears like honey. He thinks... Yeah. No, I, I got you. It was just my defense. Just, anyway. Just a reach. <laughs> We're so close. Anyway. We, we already have a bear-related bit no, on the show. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, the joke didn't land. Anyway, <laughs> Mom, finish the fucking day. <laughs> I honestly... I'm sorry, Matthew. I didn't hear the joke because I'm really just trying to finish this shit. <laughs> no, I want you to finish this shit. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. That was my bad. <laughs> Charles hasn't, hasn't heard from Alice. Maybe they should use Kevin. And Betty's like, <laughs> so... <laughs> LOL. <laughs> so Fun about fact, that. I did tell Kevin the witness was Penelope, and Charles says, great, but you didn't say anything about Alice, right? And she says, and then well. It's like, and then it's like that. <laughs> yeah, they do the. But the, you didn't say anything about Alice. <laughs> they do the right? Star Wars meme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I took a shit in the Burger King. In the bathroom, right? In the bathroom, right? In the bathroom, right? Right. Um... <laughs> Charles says to Betty, hey, what you did sucks and is actually a big problem and is not FBI protocol and really could cause some Some, issues. Some bad stuff to happen. Yeah. Yeah. At which point Kevin comes into the bunker because I guess he's just got a security badge for the, I don't know. Whatever. It's it's, it's just open to the public. Anybody can walk into the FBI bunker, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It worked. He met Fangs and uh, said it was Penelope and found the farmies who are at an abandoned motel beyond the pine barrens and they're really digging in and they have well, a lot of guns he says he says maple barrens guns oh he says maple barrens that's not a thing yeah no it is that not. sucks but guns yeah he didn't see alice but he did see edgar uh and everybody agrees it's time for the team to go take them down the team like yeah kevin betty and agent well Smith? i'm hoping i it's think all agent the Smith agents is we- referring to like the fbi yeah yeah, yeah, all of the okay. empty desks in the bunker hopefully right. belong to other FBI agents who are. They belong to <laughs> FBI agents past, and they'll do a ritual to, to summon their ghosts yeah. to go and raid this fucking cult. Yep. Yeah, wow, that was a deep Lord of the Rings poll. 
Back at the. <laughs> it was just some shit I was saying, Jim. It didn't even. <laughs> I didn't even think about Lord of the Rings. Oh, you weren't. You weren't thinking about how Aragorn goes into the the cave to I get mean, the Oathbreakers. No, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. all I'm ever thinking about. Yeah. Sorry. I got other things to worry about besides Lord of the Rings. My life has gone into a tight spiral. Anyway. <laughs> I understand. Sorry to laugh at your fame. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a joke, so you can laugh at it. It's fine. Because my life's gone into a tight spiral because I'm only thinking about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> God, we have opposite problems. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Two more scenes. Okay, Here we go. All right. Are we ready? All right. Mom, you We're just so close. talk. Nobody else is going to talk. Go. <laughs> Back at the, the new Jones house, which is the old Cooper house, Jughead's wearing a suit, but still his stupid beanie. Oh, no. Okay. Jellybean and FP are on the couch because they have a couch now, but no pool table. <laughs> he also wore the beanie to the funeral. Uh, yeah. Oh, of course he did. It, it upset me. Jughead says, do I look like a jerk? And FP lies because he's a good dad. And he's like, no, <laughs> no, no. Man, you look great. <laughs> yeah, you look you look great, son. Oh, look at my special uh, boy. Jellybean is sad. Jughead says, look, fancy school isn't that far away and he'll be back on weekends. Oh, FP it's like a shares, thing. Okay. Yeah. FP shares that Forsyth the first went to fancy school for a few months before he dropped out. Um, but he didn't share that family history because he wanted Jughead to make his own decision. Um, and then he really curses Jughead by saying, you're going to have a good year. Woof. Oh, don't say uh, that out loud. Yikes. Don't he say that also out loud. tells Jughead and Jellybean both for the first time that their grandpa Forsyth went out for a pack of cigarettes and never came back. <laughs> yeah. So your grandpa quit everything, including me, went out for a pack of smokes and never came back. Damn. Which immediately my brain was like, oh, well, that's a subplot He's coming for this back. season. Grandpa yeah, Forsyth was like killed by the people at fancy school or or something. Or something, yeah. Or he's uh, secretly last their scene. cult leader. Last scene. Last scene. Here okay, so FP has just said you're gonna have a good year. Then it's a smash cut to uh, every every FP in the woods. It's rainy. There's barking dogs. It's There's the whole break. town. It oh, says at okay. the bottom of the screen, "Spring break," and everybody is screaming for Jughead. Jesus Christ! Is that it? Yep, that's it. Wow. There's, yeah, there's a lot of dogs. God damn. Okay, shit. Yeah, if he really, got so really... many fucking dogs while Jughead was at school, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> he tried to they're replace all barking. with dogs. All of them barking. Damn. That's anyway, what dogs do. Um, holy shit. Wow, we're finally done. Thank you very much for listening, everybody, this week. Sorry this dragged on. This was a this was dense. This it's is been a while for, since we've had a since we've had a two and a half hour episode. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when, once it's, it's edited, it's going to be just over two hours. No, I don't. Uh, no, you weren't gone no, for that but, long. Yeah. Hey, uh, you don't edit these. <laughs> I edit them. And I know that this is going to be a long one. So thank you for sticking with us this week. Um, a lot of shit happened. Oh, my God. Uh, fucking Monroe stirred some shit up with the football people. Reg is weirdly adept at uh, picking at least one lock while he's drunk. Um, <laughs> Betty works for the FBI very poorly. And Veronica so is Veronica is too famous. Um, so <laughs> I guess uh, our intro and outro song is Smooth Pasture by White Bones. I got it one Yeah, you been practicing? Yeah. And nope. <laughs> uh, but uh, go check them out if you want to. They're, you know, they're, they're jazzy. Um, we are on Twitter, at Riverdale Runs. Come and say hi. Send us a message. Um we have we'll try email. to respond. I'm we so will sorry. We try to respond. God, I, I look at those messages and then just be like, yeah, uh, somebody else will get it. And that should oh, be I re- the I attitude. responded 
a bunch of DMs today. That's good. Thank, Thank you. you for doing that. Yeah. It'll be one of us. I need to get better at that. But um, um, and anyway. I t- tweeted a picture of me holding a cute dog. That's important. This is why you're our social media manager, Jim. Um, so then. And uh, I just yeah, tweeted a gif it. of Mark Consuelo saying nothing about me is soft or something. Fuck yeah. Artiepod at gmail.com for the email if you want to. Send us the entire Moby Dick transcript. Um, and then... Oh, God, please don't. You know, <laughs> you know I don't have room it. in my Google folder for that. That's about it. Uh, thank you very much for listening again. We love you all. Um, have a great week. Find joy where you can. Uh, try not to... Uh, go for a walk in the woods, but, like, be careful. Like, do a hike before the w- weather gets really cold. And, um... You know, be kind and don't fuck in the family bunker. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.